It's your boy, Arizona Verse, with me, my dude, and motherfucking co-host, Soul Papa. Yo, hello. Hello out there, motherfuckers. I'm black, he's Mexican, but you should already know that. This is a podcast about nothing in particular, but we shall be discussing current events in pop culture, minus the bullshit. You can check us out at ibhmpodcast.com. Follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. You can find me at a different state of black.tumblr.com. You can follow my dude, Soul Papo, on his main source of social media fuckery, which is. Which is that Tumblr, Soul Papo, S O U L S O U L. Got that? I can't even spell my own shit. S O U L P A P O.tumblr.com. Fuck me there, please. Yes, sir. And we are back. And uh, to the people who are watching this live, uh, hi, I would like to say hi. Hello to you. Waving at the camera. Uh, Popo over there. Something's going on with his shit. So uh, you're just getting audio. You're just getting the, the, the sulky smooth audio of Soul Popo right now. Yeah. I think I think it might be speaking a little bit of of uh, I don't know what kind of demeanor. Some bitches know. But then if they look at me, well, this shit don't match. I don't give a fuck, bitch. It is what it motherfucking is. And uh, we back, ladies and gentlemen, for an impromptu fucking episode, I guess you could say. We kind of said that we were going to do the show, but then it was really written in stone. And then we just said, fuck it, let's do this shit. So that works. We didn't have shit to be. They didn't have to really orchestrate shit too too well. Oh, this shit is funny. But, um, so yeah, we back. And, uh, last night you, uh, checked out a local hip hop show. And, uh, I want to ask you, yeah, how, how was it? How was the, the hippin' and the hoppin'? The, the hippin' and the hoppin' and the hip hop anonymous. It's fucking, yo, I don't think I'm old. I don't think I am. I mean, my kid's sister, who's about 18, calls me an old motherfucker. And I don't know that she thinks I'd be trying to scheme on her little bitch ass friends. Yeah. But I'm the real man being out last night. I don't know if it's because like I kind of I'm isolated in my cage so much that I kind of you know what I'm saying I'm not I'm not used to the activities or maybe because yeah. maybe I'm like this attention whore that wants all goddamn eyes on me and expect motherfuckers to know me like on the real like I kind of almost even though that's the best thing to do is to be unknown because you can be anybody you want to be. I kind of yeah. want motherfuckers to you know I appreciate when I be at certain events and you know oh you know blah, 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 like motherfucker why don't you know me there's a problem that you don't know me and. <laughs> Being kind of, I felt like like a goddamn fish out of water, man. And it's so funny because I, I, I was stressed down or whatever. Not, you know, it, it was hella casual. Yeah. One motherfucker come in with a goddamn button-up t- shirt and tie. I'm thinking that nigga has to be a fish out of water. But no, he was fucking slapping hands and shaking and oh, dapping just and do yeah. everybody. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm like, why do I got to be so uptight right now? I don't know what it was. But, uh, I mean, for what I can understand, man, from the real, um, and this is my go against, you know, being a quote-unquote hip-hop head. I don't like hip-hop live. It doesn't get yeah. me live. I don't feel it. I mean, sure, the beat sound, you know, they knock and whatnot, but on the real, I can't understand a goddamn thing motherfuckers are saying. And it yeah. truly feels like what my pops used to say. It sounds like noise. And that's what it really is. <laughs> it sounds like fucking from Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. 
Like what? I know that that is and has always been one of the issues with um, especially like local hip hop shows. Because like if you know the lyrics, if you know the artists and all that, even though sometimes you can't really hear it that well especially like at those small venues where you know they ain't got top of the line fucking type of uh, audio equipment but um yeah it is hard to just fucking hear some local ass niggas rapping and you don't know the song and it's just kind of yeah i feel you but you know I what though and, and i feel like i'm doing i'm discrediting this shit because audio was good it wasn't like there wasn't bad feedback i can hear them it's just that i think a lot of it goes to I don't know who the fuck they are. I truly never yeah. heard the material before, so you can't expect me to do anything other than bop my head because that's really the only all, all the only thing I'm sharing with them is the fucking the BPMs of the goddamn instrumental that's fucking playing yeah. that's over overplaying them. So I don't know. I don't want to talk bad about it, but goddamn, on the real, I I don't. It was hella chill though. I actually yeah. I didn't feel like I was gonna de shank. That was a good thing. <laughs> on the real, I've been to a hip hop show. I had to carry something on me or you know kind of be a little bit amped. And I think that was part of my whole. Um, that's part of think my attitude kind of going in, which made might have fucked things up because I was, you know, I'm about myself, so to speak. Even though I, I knew, well, semi knew two, two, maybe two motherfuckers out of out of so many there. It yeah. was like, you know, I kind of, I kind of went in like, you know, what I'm saying, lone gun, and it, and no hip hop is com- no hip hop act or artist is complete without a goddamn entourage, and I had either, so I'm just really fucking going in there bare ass. In their fucking solo dolo cool. like Kid Cudi and shit. Solo dolo fucking a, yeah. But I mean, I know the last right, fucking. No, I was gonna say the last hip hop show I went to that I could think of was shit. I think the last time I performed, which was um, it was 2010. I think that was the end of 2010 because that was uh, it was the last show I did with uh, I rocked it with uh, Cero, who is uh, the cat that produced my. Uh, first music video that came out Sitso Two Boys uh find that shit on YouTube. But um he had did the beat to uh throwback taking it back. <laughs> but um he had did the beat to that joint and um he uh was getting into live promoting and he wanted me to do a show and so I came there and uh Steph was shit's like I don't know how many months pregnant. I think she was like five months pregnant I wanna say and she was up there and uh that was the last show I did and I ain't been to a local hip hop show since so it is what it is. Hmm. Yo, do you do you have an ad running right now? Or is that me? Oh no, I think that's you you hear some shit in the background. So Probably. but uh yeah. I was just, and you know actually the last show I went to was that's another product thing man but it was it was the same thing it was the same situation to where I just didn't like being around motherfuckers I really didn't and it just I don't know I know that's <laughs> what the, it is that's the beauty of podcasting you could conversate with thousands of people from the comfort of your own home I love it yeah I love it and, and <laughs> but I really don't get it man this is so not me and I don't know what it is and then, like, I was kind of telling you watch I don't know if our listeners know uh, well due to the last episode some little secrets revealed about kind of being in between gigs right now I quit you know what I'm saying I quit uh, enjoying that herbary so I think my mind is maybe just trying to re-grasp how to function without that Free shit because mind you the world and shit yeah yeah and I think and I hate, I hate having to fucking admit it, but you know what I'm saying? It's a fact, you know, that your dopamines, they're fucking, you know, they're dwindled down, they're watered down. You, you don't have the, you know, that little, you don't have those same endorphins fucking kicking in, giving you that happiness shit without fucking the, the need of an added supplement. 
So I think it really is just my my mind trying to fucking function without it, and it's kind of like it doesn't know how. <laughs> yeah. No, and that makes sense. And it's funny because like with me on the other side, and like I said, I'm glad that I switched from um, the fucking Xanats to the marijuana, because um, I do have a theory that. Um, I, I do believe that, you know, marijuana should be legal. I do believe that you should be able to purchase it. I don't, I think the legal age of it should be like 21. Once you turn 21, you should be able to buy it and, you know, intake in it if you want to. But I do think on a personal level, you shouldn't start smoking weed until you're about 30. That is, that's my new take on it being someone who smoked when I was younger and then I stopped and then I picked up again like, mid 20s or whatever and i stopped i'm picking up again 30s this is the best marijuana trip i've had thus far because i think i'm at the point where my body and everything has been fully developed i'm at where i'm at and going to be going forward and now the marijuana isn't much of a distraction or anything and i used to take that xanax for anxiety it's just always fucking anxiety this buzz of anxiety going on and um that's why you should always take or that's why i started taking xanax for those uh few months that the doc had me on them but since I switch and I just do the marijuana, I just light up before I go to sleep every night, and then I wake up the next day and I feel fucking fantastic. And Sound um, like a motherfucking sublime song. Smoke I'm saying, um, I'm telling you, it's the old man status. You just, even though I did smoke earlier today, I smoked while I was getting ready for the show. But that's neither oh, here nor you? there. Oh, did? But, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know how it is. But uh, um, oh, you know I can't. So, <laughs> oh. Oh, do you think? And there's something else I was going to say, and I don't forget. I done, done fucked up, and I forgot. No, I saw that. Oh, yo, yo. So then, then it, it was weird as hell, too. And I don't know if this is just, a, you know, my guardian angel, so to speak, making sure I don't get too turned up so I don't get fucked up and make a make a tomfoolery of myself. Um, yeah. We had a few brews, right? And actually, shit was not phasing me at all. And, I'm, and, Wait, and I don't know if it? ever you... Like, I wasn't feeling shit. Oh, okay. Now, mind you, I don't, I don't know if because of my, I don't want to say predator, but because of my, we'll call it my uh, security guard mentality. You know what I'm saying? Was yeah. was you know kind of running my brain and kind of it was kind of like it was like me being in this new area. I was set not to enjoy. I think truly because I was kind of on, on defense mode. You know what I'm saying? I can't front. I was on defense mode. No, so I got you. Yeah, and, um, Oh, was it? So yeah. So man, I, after I knew I had, you know, I had a few drinks, and once I knew, right, this is where I should be feeling shit by now. And I wasn't. I was thinking, because I've I've been in situations, man, where, and you know, we could say uh, I could be overly religious, but oh yeah, yeah God kind of puts this little cloak on me. I think He really yeah. does do it so I can watch my ass. Because man, I wasn't feeling shit. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling looser. And I was like, if I have any more, man, I'm just gonna. It's gonna be me drinking out of fucking spite or just to for a mission that really shouldn't. Ain't no point, right? And uh, so, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I, I do what I got to do. I even, you know, uh, take my time and going back, going back to the crib. Man, I wake up, bro. I wake up with a goddamn hangover. I had no <laughs> enjoyment of the drink. I had no, oh, I feel tipped. I had none of that. No good, jolly fucking feeling while I was drinking. Yet I got to suffer all the fucking all the shits of it. The all next the fucking morning. consequences. That's why. It's I like, know fucking. It's like well, getting laid. It's like it's like not getting laid, but yeah, your fucking your piss is going every fucking which way, and your dick hurt. Like what the fuck? And that's like uh, getting the fuck, but you don't get a chance to bust. It's like oh shit, oh we gotta go. Oh, oh I didn't even rock song. I oh I made I made my penis up. That's really sad. <laughs> I know because the last time I drunk, because uh, I had stopped when uh, just before I think it was a week before I started smoking weed, and um. 
fucking when we were out in Vegas, I got lit up those four days that we were out there, and I had bought that Las Vegas flask, which uh, I love it to death. But um, yeah, I had to I put that motherfucker up once we got back out here because I know how drinking and me we're a, a pair um, of uh, starstruck lovers or whatever. It, it gets a little too deep when me and uh, alcohol is getting it in. So I just put that fucking flask up in the air. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to use this joint because uh, I know that dark, dark rabbit hole I can go down. So I feel you. I feel you. Fuck all that shit. Fuck all of it. But um, uh, we back. And yeah. uh, I guess I guess we'll start the motherfucking show. And um, I didn't even read this article, but I saw the fucking headline and it caught my attention. Um, apparently, the NY Post has eight of the biggest myths about sets. And uh, we we're going to share this with you uh, guys, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. Actually, you got the link over there, too. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Let's see. It's, uh, it's accepted as. Uh, one, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, so this is uh yeah so it's accepted as a truism that we live in a sets drink of drenched culture from our pop and reality tv stars to our ready access uh to porn the su- suggestion is that when we're not working sleeping or feeding ourselves we're banging thinking about banging or watching videos of other people banging which i i think they're on to something yeah if i'm not uh at work eating or uh laying the boys down or anything like that yeah i'm trying to I'm trying to get it in turn down for what but uh Apparently, the authors of Don't Put That In There, both uh, pediatricians and health researchers, uh, dispute this with some cold shower stats. Um, Apparently, these two found that about 57% of men and 51% of women ages 18 to 24 have not had sex in the last year, and that only 30% of men reported having watched at least one pornographic film in the last year. Now, I think uh, the pornographic thing, I think these niggas is lying. It is so fucking easy to hop on Etz Hamster or something on your motherfucking cell phone and get right to the porn. I don't believe that only 30% of men reported, you know, watch fucking porn over the last year and shit. Yeah, and especially if they have my kind of paranoia where they don't want to fucking have a goddamn Facebook app on their motherfucking phone. Then yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't want to have information flowing around that, you know, they, that they do such and such and such and such. Like, but who me? No, never, never. No, no, I don't do that. no. no not at all. But I will yeah, beat it to some stills that I got from Tumblr. That's all <laughs> it says, uh, while the size of the average penis is often cited as sits or, say, the author, seven inches, these figures are more conjecture than science. One study of 2,500 men on the Internet found that the average penile length erect was 6.4 inches with a standard deviation of 1.2 inches. So, um, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, I don't know yeah, they yeah, were yeah, <laughs> it says uh, of 15 studies performed this way, most had averages in the range of 4.7 to 5.1 inches. Oh, um, fucking oh, this one though, uh, the Nets uh, little piece that they have on this is uh, interesting. Thing it talks about no sets before the big game. It says athletes in certain big match scenarios, like Olympians or boxers, have long been told to curtail sexual activity the night before and sometimes even weeks before a big game. Turns out that their abstinence was not only wasted, but potentially harmful to their sporting efforts, as studies show that the science of what happens in the body during and after sets suggests that you might actually perform better if you have had sets. And um, that is funny. I mean, you've got to kind of get some of that uh, 
get the edge off, if you will. I know, uh, I know, uh, somebody, I won't say their name, but, uh, we had a show one time, and, uh, for whatever reason, dude was like mad fucking nervous before the show, uh, one day, and, uh, this chick that he was fucking around with was with him, and, uh, they left and they went back to the car or whatever, and he came back like 30 minutes later. He's like, alright, he's like, I'm good. And I was like, I was like, what'd you do? He's like, I just had old girl suck me off real quick. He was like, I'm good now. He got all that little extra access energy off of him, and then he was ready to perform, and let's go do this shit. And so, yeah, I never got into that whole don't have sets the night before the big game or anything like that because uh, sometimes you got to let one off. I'm just saying. One thing I will say, though, cause I, and I think it, it varies depending on what the sport is. I think that if it's something that's going to be maybe high contact, that's going to really make you aggressive. And so that's, that was the whole stigma behind it was that it's going to make you more aggressive. But if your mm. shit requires focus and you already got the skill and, you know, the talent, I think that's kind of where you do got to let one off because, all right, ain't shit on you. Ain't shit that's weigh you down anymore on the real man that, that's kind of that's how I was in, when I was doing sales man on the real that shit made me hella smooth and suave like it wasn't oh, yeah. it wasn't me kind of you know, getting get my spliff on I was having to crack one off so I could like, just kind of you know <laughs> let that let that true play of flow it's actually funny because I know Rhonda Rousey and said in interviews that she has as much sets as she possibly can the night before a big fight because her being a female, you know, uh, full impact sport, you know, competitor. Um, she says when women have sets, it boosts up their testosterone. So the more she gets uh, piped down the night before, the more testosterone she has the next day. And that's the reason why she's going out there and beating these bitches asses in like 16 seconds and shit. So, uh. I ain't mad at her. I'm just saying, you know, if she ever needs someone to fill the position, Ronda Rousey, I'll do my duty as an American and help you out. I'm just saying. Holla. Uh, <laughs> fucking, um, yeah. I'm trying to see what else is uh, in here. None of the rest of this shit is really now, important. Say, I mean, being, you haven't been a married man for too long. Yeah. But uh, has, that, has that changed anything for, like, do you, I mean, as a man, we got to let one off when we got to let one off and everything. But... Have you been getting more ass? Have you? I mean, what's what's the sex ratio change in the past? Uh, what weeks? Yeah, it's been yeah two weeks. The sets ratio is the exact same, and uh, the masturbation ratio is just about the same. <laughs> okay. The next thing is suggesting that you know do marriage and masturbation mix. Now I figure. That's going to be a yes simply because honestly, I you know this is my problem with the, and it's so funny when you. Uh, it, it, uh, I'm gonna feel like I'm bouncing crybaby shit, but when I would see girls, and you know what I'm saying, when I say we're an item, I was all the more sex hungry than ever. I figured, oh, I got some in-house ass. I don't know how long this is gonna last. So I want want some every moment that I can, and I would annoy these bitches, even though you know they they'd be on the. Sh- I don't know, but yeah. so you figure, oh, I learned at least. You can't be hounding them, right? Because that's either gonna piss them the fuck off or they're gonna feel used and blah blah blah. blah. Do you think this so obviously that shit mixes, right? You tell me. See the thing like with us and I think like a lot of those scenarios with marriage is based off of if you and a person have been dating for a while then y'all get married and then y'all move in and like okay what's what's changed? But it's like me and Skips, we've been together for fucking four years now and we lived together for three and a half of those years so it's like yeah the fucking is still the same it's like ain't nothing changed but my my left hand is a little heavier that's the only that's the only thing that didn't change so <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it says that uh, the authors write that about 85% of men and 45% of women had masturbated in the last year. I fucking hope so. That shit should be 100%. I don't understand the non-masturbation thing. Fucking jerk one off. It is it is healthy. It is beneficial. And it especially if you're a guy, it keeps your eyes on the prize. Because if I ain't jerk one off and, you know, if I ain't let one off in shit, fucking 48 hours, I can't fucking focus. I need to let one off at least every 48 hours to be able to focus on the task at hand so i'm just saying people yeah, love yeah. yourself that's all i'm saying yeah i say do love thyself know thyself and don't be so exactly. tough i don't know no that shit is wild but uh yeah so those are a few of the sets of myths those weren't as interesting as i thought it was gonna be so whatever but uh, yeah, I like, well, one, one of the other things too is that I laugh that this shit's still a fucking myth. Like, does the G spot exist? Like, that I'm sorry, that just, is I, a bunch of little dick motherfuckers who wrote that article. If you've never found the G spot or the way to put that thing down on your woman, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying that. But uh, and actually, not even to like fucking switch topics, but it reminds me. I had forgot to ask you. Have you seen this shit with a uh, trick daddy? Um. Oh, no. I'm assuming not. If I asked that and there wasn't an immediate yes, then no, I, you ain't. I, I, I just know that trick love the kids and even love somebody. Oh no, he don't trick don't love the kids no more. Uh, let me go ahead and do this. I'm gonna load this up. You still got Facebook up in the background? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm about to send you this link right here, oh, yo. Facebook. I'm about to. I'm about to send you this link right here. So your boy, uh, Trick Daddy, uh, apparently don't love the kids anymore. Um, apparently Trick now love to eat the booty. Oh, and, uh, I yeah. I the link. I didn't know what the fuck. Yeah, Trick Daddy this announced. Is the news nerd. What's up? With yeah. This? And this nigga Trick Daddy announced that uh, he is officially a part of the Eat a Booty Gang, and it's him and a whole bunch of other niggas uh, in black shirts with logos that say Eat a Booty Gang, and they throwing up their signs. And uh, this forty-year-old uh, rapper, who I'm only assuming this nigga's trying to get back in the limelight, uh, posted a picture talking about you know he was part of the Eat a Booty Gang, and he said we can only hope no booty eating was occurring at the time of the uh, the photograph. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. Picture of his of his uh fucking mugshot. I'm assuming. Oh yeah, that shit is all bad in the back. That fucking looks like a goddamn petty. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, that shit is all bad. And then fucking the boy, uh, Kevin Banks too has been on that shit. Uh, the nigga was talking about uh being in a relationship and talking about how you know if you're in a relationship and you you gotta satisfy your woman, you gotta eat the booty. And he was like, and I don't know what's this new hip hop fad with eating booty is going on, but shit is suspect to me. So. I think I think this is this is the way they're trying to bring they're trying to bring AIDS back in a big way, y'all. <laughs> Something is up. So oh, no. I can't fucking call it. But uh yeah, niggas is uh real deep about this heat of booty shit. And uh fucking Trick Daddy did this whole PSA talking about ain't you uh tired of seeing his, uh, these videos about feed the kids and he's like you donate money and you see the kids again next year and uh it's the same fucking uh poor ass kids but just in another video. He's like donate to something you could believe in, donate to something that you can trust. And he was like, Eat a booty, save a life. And so Wow. Uh, I don't know how the fuck that shit equates, but alright. <laughs> to each his own. So. I ain't gonna lie. I watched the um, and I was freaked out by it once. Now I kind of like, man, I need me another freaky bitch to come in, to come into my life 
<laughs> yeah. I remember, I think it was the first time I ever had a fucking ball in mouth, and it really freaked me out. I'm like, oh, oh what the hell is this? And I was like, it, it was like, I didn't know what to think of it. It was just a surprise, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know what to think of it. And then uh, my boy, uh, we're hanging out, we're talking, he was saying that some bitch that was giving him head, it was doming him up, uh, I don't know, but she looking his asshole. And I guess he freaked out, I don't know if he punched the bitch. And I got upset. I got upset. Yeah. And, I, and, that, and it wasn't even for this bitch's safety. It was more because I'm like, <sighs> I got upset at the fact that she just went for it. Because on the real, yeah. I don't think you can ask that. You know what I mean? And I, I kind of feel like I wish I wasn't asked. I wish she just would have you know, went for it. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She, wants, she wants to put her fucking mouth on some sewage. I mean, that's her old goddamn problem. But that, <laughs> like, how crazy and how down was this, bro, that she did that? And I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I had to share that. But, uh, no, that this is some freaky bitches out there. I don't, I don't fuck with a few back in the day, and you like, whoa, shit, like, hey, you taking it to a whole nother, nother level. This ain't another level. This is another, another level. So I can't even call that shit, yo. Have you had your booty? Yo, I fucked around with this one chick back in the day, and she was a nasty asshole. But uh, yeah, she, uh, I, I, I can't think of a body part she didn't put her mouth on, and so I'm not, I wasn't mad at her. She, she was a freak. But uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. So <laughs> funny, and you know how? I mean, they've done studies that um, they say that a woman just can be attracted, you know, since natural musty. You know, say musty order but the older of yeah. a man you know it's like be sweating or whatever that's supposedly a trigger some kind of pheromone <laughs> or like that. so i'm wondering now be that as it may you can kind of smell the testosterone of a man let's say, just <laughs> let's say the nigga just took a shit didn't wipe yeah, and then the bitch does that like i don't think that's gonna make her fall in love anymore do you think do you think there's that's, a that's motherfucker where that it's kind of is no you know the shit is crazy though because it's some freaky ass bitches on there i've spent uh, uh out there in the world i've spent so much time on the internet you be amazed the fucking videos are out there and you know you got the whole fucking scat porn there's a whole fucking category of who loved that shit who just I, I i never got it even the fucking anal thing like i talked about that like um i done i done had a couple chicks that um i done dated that and tried the whole anal thing with but i just i don't get the point of it like if it ain't the vagina if it ain't the mouth then i don't know i just i, I never understood hand jobs i never understood the whole anal thing i don't get it so yeah i i think it has smell so and i use that i barely had the ability to put a head in so i mean so i have i haven't got experience <laughs> to, to the full extent Oh man, but God bless those that that, that are willing to, and, and those weird fucking Mormon bitches that apparently think that's a whole lot more uh, ethical or moral than than yeah. going straight vaginal. I, it don't make no fucking sense. But hey, we all I, we all delusional. Yeah. I know, and that you just fucking reminded me. I had heard this shit. Um, let me see if I can find this article. Um, fucking a study came out. Yeah, there's a. Um, increases in uh there's a study reports that there's a creep an increase in anal and oral sets um among teens and um i guess a lot of it uh they are saying is being linked to the fact that like these fucking kids have such easy access to porn uh pornography i remember the first time i saw porn i want to say i was in like the 
sixth or seventh grade, I want to say. And my cousin had this video, and like I had, uh, I was always a homebody or whatever. But this one time, I was uh, gonna, uh, my mom had to do something, so I had to stay over his house before uh, she got home. And so we had got there before his uh, guardian had got home, and he was like, "Yo, yo, you gotta check this video out." And I'm like, "Yo, I don't want to watch a movie." And he's like, "No, no, check this shit out." So you pop it on, it's this uh, black dude, it's this white chick, and so we're sitting there, and I'm like, "Okay, what the fuck is this?" And then uh, the thing starts building up. Before you know it, the chick take out dude dick and she starts sucking him off. Mind you, I'm in the seventh grade. I, I I was still a virgin at the time, and I had never, I didn't even know what a porn was. So that fucked my world up to see this fucking porn of this chick grabbing this dude dick and smacking it all upside her face and all shit. Like it fucked me up as, as a young man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, but uh, apparently uh, pornography and uh, different shit like that, kids are being desensitized to shit. You know, you throw in a fucking, the great majority of porns is either chicks doing oral, you got the money shots, and you got the anal, you know, it's all about the hardcore shit and pornography. You got these kids growing up nowadays with easy access to it, and so they're like, oh, that's what you gotta do when you have sex. Oh, I gotta fuck a bitch in the ass, or I gotta bust on her face, and the chicks is like, yo, if I wanna keep this dude, you know, I gotta suck him off every day, so... I guess uh, we're you know, we're I, reaching I, a new new age of uh, sexual openness. Because, yeah, because yeah, I read something like that too. That I mean, and mind you, oh god, do I wish. I mean, mind you, I was fucking three hundred some pounds back in the, back in my high school days. So I don't think it would have happened yeah. to me regardless. But yeah, like now, apparently, fucking head and all that shit is the fucking is the, is the thing, and it's like it's a new French kiss. Yeah. And, hmm. It's a motherfucker. But uh, so I can't call it. So uh, I'll go ahead and pass the show over to you because I know you had a couple articles. Oh, uh, well, because you said, and we wanted to change the regimen a little bit so we can kind of be a little fucking structured. But um, and you said your three your three topics are music related. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I figured I kind of go off the same trend here because it's somewhat still pop culture, and I'll and I'll send you the link right now in a little bit. Now, were you aware that? And I hope this is one of your stories. Um, were you aware that they're that they're making an Aaliyah biopic? Yeah, I heard about it. We hadn't talked about it though, so yeah, we yeah go ahead and bring it up. Okay. Yeah, and there was this girl, um, Zendaya Coleman, and apparently okay. she was originally set to to play Aaliyah. And she had so much backlash. Motherfuckers were hating on her because I guess she's like half black, half something else. I'm guessing uh, white because she looks I like heard a little bit about, about this. Now, this girl, I don't think she looks shit like her. I mean, comparing oh, pictures she together, know. she kind of, she has the same bony arms. Because, you know, Aaliyah was kind of, was a pretty skinny chick. So yeah, She yeah. kind of has that, you know what I'm saying, that ragdoll kind of somewhat of a figure of hers. And but people were just hating on her just from her skin color, from her kind of not being famous to the fact that there's a lot of bullshit. They're just they were getting a lot of flack for it. And apparently she denied the role because it was gonna be a I think it was a Lifetime movie. Yeah. And I think even Aaliyah's family they were against it. I'm not too sure if it's because of how they're depicting her, but they said one of the main concerns was the fact that it was it was too small of a film because obviously she was a quote unquote you know the princess of R&B or the princess of hip hop or however the fuck we, we, we portrayed her as. Uh, it felt like she should have gotten like a, a major distribution deal like via the theaters and shit like that, and how the actor should have been someone hella famous. But I figure like we can't do someone famous to project someone yeah. who's fucking famous like it has to be a young up-and-comer yeah, you know, kind of like, 
I mean, mind you, it's going to propel them into stardom a la J-Lo in the Selena movie. But anyways, she, um, she, she, she declined it, saying that, I guess, uh, not having the family's approval and also um, the fact that, I guess, the way that they're going to do this, it isn't right. So I'm hoping that they're going to make Aaliyah, they're going to throw her ratchetness. I mean, come on now. Think about it. She was yeah. fucking 14 when she was messing with fucking with R. Kelly. So, R. Kelly! Um, you know what I'm saying? You know, AJ number, but a number to his ass. So I, I wonder <laughs> if they're going to if they're gonna reflect something off of that. Anyways, they... Um, and they make articles out of out of bullshit, but she had apparently congratulated a girl named Alexandra Ship, and she's actually pretty. Like Alexandra, A L E X. I think she's cuter than the other chick. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then, and actually, in the link that I just sent you, there's a comparison picture, which obviously she fucking she outshadows this bitch in sexiness, but she actually resembles Aaliyah in this. Now I'm not too sure she has a crop top sort of thing and kind of has that you know tomboy. Yeah, she got more of that tomboy hip hop R and B swag to her. So yeah, I, I think yeah, she. I don't know. She looked like she worked better than me. I mean, but mind you, looks aside though, and, and we're very, we're very uh, misogynistic, fucking call a bitch a bitch kind of, you know, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. But it, when making a movie, it is going to be beyond just what seems appealing. Like I was kind of disappointed in the Biggie movie. You know, and mind you, you yeah. can get a fat motherfucker to play a fat motherfucker, but that don't necessarily mean he's gonna be that same fat motherfucker. So I don't know. Yeah, that I know it's a very, it's very few roles where you can have like a famous person um, play the role of another famous person, and it's still like work. And actually, two interesting ones is coming up is um, Don Cheadle, who's one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of fucking Don Cheadle. I think the man is so fucking underrated. But um, apparently, he's working on a Miles Davis biopic, yeah. and um, he's supposed to be Miles Davis, which I think might be able to work. And there's a lot of stuff to Miles Davis. Like, there's not a lot of uh, information out about Miles Davis, so it should be interesting to be able to see that side of it. And then the other one that I'm hella fucking interested in is Andre 3000 as Jimmy Hendrix. But I'm not too sure if they really see new ones because they don't have him talking. They just kind of have a little, you know, um, there's a the shit. There was a new one that came out and had him talking. I think it was on a uh, fucking world star hip hop, if I'm not mistaken. But um, let me see if I can bring it up. But um, yeah, because uh, he looked just like him. But um, it'll be interesting to see how he'll be able to play it, knowing that you know Three Stacks is from down south and he has a heavy accent. And then um, I guess uh, Jimmy Hendrix was like from um, you can't oh, here we go. Sure. Actually, I think um, I did hear a vocal cattle or something like that. Oh yeah, he's from like Seattle, I think. I think, but um, I'm trying to see if it says fucking fucking real hip hop. Li- I'm not hip hop. Fucking real music list. They're like, nah, motherfucker, that ain't right. But either which way, I mean, he. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> you're talking with the English accent, see? And my but, mocking uh, has no resemblance as to why I'm connecting the dots, eh? But, I'm, say. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really excited about that uh, fucking Jimmy Hendrix, Andre 3000 thing. Because I think Andre 3000, I think he will 
become a successful actor. I think it's going to take a little while. Kind of similar to, you know, I watched professional wrestling and I followed uh, The Rock's career, his entire WWE career, and then he left be- uh, to become an actor. And it took like fucking ten years before the shit finally worked because for so long people would look at The Rock and they think professional wrestling. So I'm not going to take you serious as an actor. But after being away from wrestling for so long and then doing these badass GI Joe movies and all that, the nigga has has uh, risen above that and has blown up and so I think that the same thing is going to happen with Andre 3000 I think he's going to have to stick to it for like another 5-10 years and then after people stop looking at him as just a hip hop artist I think he'll be able to blow up as a fucking uh, movie person so and I think the only one and it's funny because he wasn't really and I guess the lines are pretty blurred now because obviously he was a rapper turned actor Will Smith oh, yeah. I mean it wasn't like he was a fucking lyricist but I mean, he got I mean, he got his you know his start in that shit and kind of went way the fuck into movies and kind of never got his footing back into shit because he, he wasn't about that life truly because it was it was more he came kind of in the fun era he didn't come in you know what I'm saying uh, the hardcore shit yeah yeah he wasn't that in that pro black movement I'll be weird back late 80s he was that I don't and I don't I don't want to call him a gimmicky yeah. rapper but it's kind of but no, he was a safe black guy. He was a black guy that white people weren't afraid to have him up on their primetime TV at night. Like, you're not going to give Chuck D a TV show back then. You're not going to give fucking Nas or Jay-Z or... No. Will Smith is a safe black man so we could be entertained by him and he doesn't threaten us. And it's actually funny. It reminds me of um, some uh, music history shit that I learned back in the day when I was going to the conservatory. Um we had a um it was a music business class i want to say and we went through kind of like music history and just kind of the elevation of music from the very first recording um up to like where it's at now and they were talking about uh we they played a lot of the old music before rock and roll blew up and it was just showing how calm and peaceful it was and all that and then it was showing the first little richard like single that came out and they were just talking about just how aggressive it was and they were just saying how like it freaked the fuck out of white people because when it first came out you know like music had been so calm on the radio and then you got this black man yelling into the fucking microphone in his voice. oh these niggas is crazy and then it, it took a while before fucking white people took rock and roll and now it's their genre of music or whatever and now it's deemed acceptable to you know a lot more um, Americans than it was back in the day but I just always thought that story is fucking funny so one thing that, and I laugh and mind you, this is an extremity and it, there's a lot of shit that progressed before it even got to this point. But obviously that that's that was what what freaked these people out. The fact that he was screaming, he was shouting, black man raising his voice and making music out loud. I laugh that you know you know how they say that uh, Elvis kind of took took rock and roll or whatever. Um, yeah. It's so funny how the whole shouting thing, which was just out of excitement, it was to me that was what gospel is. You know, yeah. you fucking shout, exactly. get praise. Yeah. And they come in from the soul. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and and I, and I laugh how I guess I don't know if it's considered post mod, not postmodern, but uh, fuck post metal rock or it's some kind of weird combination of fucking words. I pretty much I spoke, it's, it's not screamo music, but still the most hardcore um, rock and roll, quote unquote rock and roll shit. It's yeah. just motherfuckers screaming like sound like they're fucking possessed, shit like that. Oh, like, that, that's it's metal. Funny. I hate it. But, uh, yeah, the the music it, it's kind of the way I see it. To me, that shit is what hip hop is. 
It's yeah. the fucking the beats knock. The fuck you don't know what the hell they're talking about, uh, which upsets yeah, me because my I'm a lyricist person. But yeah, I, I love how we kind of would say the white man will take some of the black man did and, and truly fucking around. And you know what? And it, this is a controversial opinion to have, but um, I don't hang like I guess back in the day it was more so that um, white people were still in music because they could back before all those copyright laws and all that. You could literally a black person could put out a hit record then. A white band could be like, oh, I want to do that song, and they could take the same exact song, and then they could release it on the radio, and then the radio could stop playing that other music, and it just rolled with this shit. And um, yeah, it was uh, like they were stealing back then, but nowadays I don't get mad at Miley Cyrus when she's twerking, and now she's the twerk uh, queen, and I don't get mad at Malcolm Moore being the king of hip hop, if you will, in some sense of the word today, but I don't get mad at it because. We as African Americans, we don't hold we don't hold on to anything. We are letting other people take it. So like you let the shit fucking happen. Like I don't know. I just I don't get mad. We don't protect the culture. We don't fucking respect the culture like we used to. You look at the whole situation of um like oh and this actually fucking reminds me. There's a, a new rapper out called Bobby Schmurder. I kid you not. I'm sorry. His name is Bobby Schmurder, and he has a new single out called Hot Nigga. And um, it blew the fuck up. And he's this is a thugging ass gangster ass. Like, he looked like he's like 17. He looked all kind of like baby face. And um, he looked like somebody, I can't think of who, but he looked like somebody from some movie, little young kid. But uh, it's just some real violent music or whatever. And. Um, it's just funny because like that's what like he's starting to blow up in hip-hop it's like that's what hip-hop has turned into you have a situation where you have a culture that you know was started in the urban communities and then we let it become um turned into a corporation and we let it become privatized and we let fucking a lot of old white men and jewish men take over the culture so you got a bunch of motherfuckers who never even listened to the music controlling it it reminds me i was listening to juan epstein uh the other day and it was the episode with no guests and it was the episode after angie martinez left hot 97 which is a big thing because she had been there for like fucking 15 years and now she went to work with power 105 she's no she's with power yeah she's she went to their direct rival yeah that's huge and so they kind of they were talking about that whole situation and they were talking about their new boss and uh cypher sounds who's uh the co-host on uh there he's a, a radio dj he's been djing forever and uh he's the guy that found nina sky he was the one that put the whole nina sky album and all this shit together like he's been in the game for like a long time and really his quick, nina boss, sky, oh, i was so obsessed when they came out i can't even remember the fucking name of the single the last song i, I remember was yeah. a fucking a, a chorus for Al Commence the singles back in 04, but they tried yep. coming back and they went totally dikey with it. Like, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but I totally didn't fucking listen to music, I didn't bother keeping up. But yeah, they tried coming back, they tried going the dikey role. Kind of, I'm guessing they saw that hey, this this is this is where music, this is how image wise, where we got to go. This is where it's going, man. yeah, yeah. I could have yeah. told them that, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, so keep going, so sorry. 
But no, yeah, so uh, Cypher Sounds was just talking about um, a conversation that he had with the uh, boss, and he said that he had to uh, kind of cuss at the new boss, and he was saying the reason was that Angie Martinez left, uh, you know, Cypher Sounds and Peter Rosenberger with Ebro, and they do the morning show, and Angie Martinez was the afternoon show, and so until they find her replacement, uh, Cypher Sounds is the one that's doing, or uh, that uh, had auditioned, he was all, let me do the, uh, the 3 p.m. slot or whatever, and uh, the... A uh, new boss was like, "Oh, you do radio, or uh, you like do radio hosting?" And the guy was like, "What are you talking about? Like, I'm on the morning show. Like, I'm basically the third host on the morning show." And then, like, he said that this has happened multiple times. And there was another time where something came up, and the guy was like, "Oh, you DJ?" And Cypher said he finally had to put him in his place. It was like, "Fucking Google me, okay?" Like, and, and that and that is just a prime example of how you have these motherfuckers who run these hip hop organizations that don't know shit about it like how are you running hot 97 and you don't know who fucking cypher sounds is you don't know who peter rosenberg is you don't know what these dudes have done for the culture like it's just i don't know it's crazy so it is what it is Mm, that's not the power yeah and that actually that's actually a good segue to this Nets article. Shouts out to allhiphop.com who released this article saying that radio stations were required to play Iggy Azalea and other artists' songs at least 150 times. It says that, and a lot of Iggy's been getting a lot of shit lately. We're going to have to kind of go in on Iggy in a minute. But um, it says that Fancy by Iggy Azalea is the biggest hit of the summer. The song was, has dominated Billboard's Hot 100 chart and it broke the record for the longest running number one single female rap artists. According to a report by the Washington Post, Fancy got some help from the largest radio outlet in America. Clear Channel, who people who don't know Clear Channel, it's essentially a company that owns over 80% of the fucking radio station. So anywhere you go, chances are you're listening to a Clear Channel station. But um, they started a program called On The Verge and the initiative was designed to help Rising Acts get more exposure on their 840 stations. Program directors from across the country vote on a song, and the winning tune is committed to get at least 150 spins on all of the stations for about six weeks. And that's big shit, because, like, especially, like, on a mainstream level, that's how you make it. You make it off a of radio play, and here you have a radio station who dominates the majority of the airwaves. They went to their program directors, who, chances are, they aren't really too big of hip-hop heads, and were like, hey, you guys pick a song, and this is the song that we're going to play over and fucking over and then it turned out to be fucking Iggy who's uh hip-hop's female uh savior. I don't like I the comparison they try to make say that she's Nicki Minaj I kind of see the main thing though I, I see her as With the white the bad bitch yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is that puts them in the same lane, but I kind of compare the two of them. And I think, I think more of it is because they are the two hottest female rap acts right now. And so I think that's kind of where the comparison comes to. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm not sure it's one of your other articles going to be about the whole little uh, subliminal shits that were kind of fired off at the awards. Are we going to talk about that later or no? Well, I'll bring it up. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, no, I'm asking, was that one of your stories? Or no? Oh, no, 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 I didn't have that story, no. Oh, okay, well, uh, I, didn't, I don't even have an article for it, but I remember someone sent me a link earlier about, um, I guess, what was it, the BET words that just popped up that just happened? Yeah. I don't, I don't 
Well, apparently in fucking in Nicki Minaj's fucking rants or acceptance speech, she was talking about how or Nicki and she was talking this bitch was talking in third person all fucking time. Actually, I don't yeah. know if I brought this up in the last episode or not. But she was third person, like Nicki Minaj writes her own songs. Nicki Minaj, blah, 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 pretty much talking shit. Apparently, yeah. shooting shots fired at fucking uh, at Iggy, saying about how the bitch has a ghostwriter. Now, my yeah, opinion, I feel I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I mean, come on now. I mean, and. and <laughs> It's so funny because I'm very – I love people so much for those who, who write their shit. I even love them even yeah. more if they produce their shit. That's kind of why, to me, Kanye, as ridiculous mm-hmm. and egotistical as this motherfucker is, he deserves what he gets because he's a genius, right? Yeah. And But even now, though, he ain't – I mean, I don't know, mind you, I ain't in the fucking studio with his ass, but I know he's gotten shit from, like, Brian – some shit, some famous fucking composer when he did um, late registration. But – I mean, mind you, you're going to have help, and that just comes along with the privilege of fucking having money. You know, kind of like those who, in the newscast, motherfuckers who, who podcast, you know, who doing, you know, online uh, blogging, they got to edit, they got to cut, they got to paste, they got to post, they got to do all this shit, because yeah. it's just, you know what I'm saying, you don't, you don't have resources, to, like, let's say, a news, a news broadcast system, which will have someone who does editing, someone who does marketing, someone who does all, you know, pretty much all yeah. some motherfuckers have to do is just look pretty and talk to the camera. She is a fucking an enterprise that is strictly fucking manufactured. I mean, we can argue day and night about whether that, that Iggy ass is a real ass or not. Which, yo, I don't believe anybody's ass is real anymore. Yeah. I don't think there's a I don't real think ass either. Nicky's ain't either. No, the real. No. But um, so yeah, so I mean, there ain't no fucking nitpicking nowadays because that's just the industry that you're in. And one thing I love, Iggy off camera. We're not off camera, but when she's not rapping. She gives you yeah. her fucking accent. She'll pretty much, for yeah. more or less, kind of give you straight up. So if you were to ask her shit, I doubt she's going to deny because. And I think that's her biggest issue. I think if Iggy Azalea rapped with her Australian accent and did everything that she's doing now, wouldn't nobody be fucking with her? I think hip hop just doesn't like her because she's using a fake accent while she's rapping and it is a fake accent and I have no problem with it because I think the bitch is bad I don't care (laughs) I'm not putting any money in her pocket I'm not buying any of these CDs I don't listen to the radio so I'm not financially supporting her anyway I just think she's bad I just want to see what that thing do I'm just saying that's that's just me so I'm fascinated by her and on the real, and mind you, does she have flow? Yes. Is she maybe yeah, hiding off of some of the shit? But she can spit, yo. Well, she but yeah, can spit, and there's no doubt about that. I mean, mind you, are we going to discredit fucking Dr. Dre all because Jay-Z fucking penned a verse well, on yeah, was it Forget about Dre? No. We're yeah, not going to give a shit for that. I mean, the man apparently, quote-unquote, makes masterpieces. So, I mean, it, you know, it would make sense. That you know we're not gonna jump on his ass over that over that fucking borrowed verse, just or not even yeah. borrowed. That was crafted for him. So you know what I'm saying. So I don't know whether it's my full on, hard on dedication for praising the white the white woman and fucking Nigga Azalea being the baddest white bitch that there is. Yeah, she gets her fucking yeah. ass. Look it, come on. Yeah, Nikki. why she you gets, she, gets, she gets a pass for me too. Fuck Nikki. Yeah, with your black ass. Oop, that, that didn't mean to. <laughs> I just don't like Nikki. Yeah, I know. I and I'm. I think my beef with Nikki is I'm more upset at Nikki for not being authentic. Um, and maybe it's because I just I hold black people up to a higher accord. Like I don't give a fuck what that white bitch is doing. Like 
I don't care. But Nikki, I'm upset at Nikki because Nikki can spit. Like the first time I ever heard Nikki rap was on one of those BET ciphers. She was in a cipher with I forgot who, but like that was my first. I had seen her name before, but I had never heard her rap. And I heard that I was oh this shit this chick is bad. Then she got signed by Young Money, even though there's rumors that she had been writing for Young Money for you know several years before she actually came on as a solo artist. But um. Yeah, when she came out and she started doing that fucking bubblegum bullshit, I got pissed off because you heard her verse on Monster. She was on a song with Jay-Z and Kanye West, and she ate them niggas alive on that record. So she like, has it in her. Should we talk shit to that bitch for selling out? You know what I'm saying? Like, if she gonna talk shit about motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, t- t- yeah. taking the route that they did, I mean, come on, yeah. man. Because I think I'm more upset at Nikki because Nikki could be authentic and she could get on. And I could understand being a Caucasian female rapper and feeling like you got to put a facade on to kind of get into the game. It's similar to Vanilla Ice. When Vanilla Ice was the the first big male white rapper that came out, he felt like he had to put on a gimmick to be able to fit in hip hop. And then when that shit didn't work, then that paved the way for Eminem to come, you know, a decade later or whatever and be himself. Exactly. And so I think Iggy, regardless of if she blows up or flops or anything, this is going to pave the way for a real white female MC to come out. And I think that she's going to be fucking ill. I'm waiting on a white female rapper to come with it and just tell the story of what it's like to be a white female. I just want to hear that hip hop story. You know what's, and I think I was watching Vlad, and he was talking about, I think he had, uh, you know, fucking Lord Lamar's racist ass, had him on there. Uh, yeah, talking about the wow. next, yeah, did you see that? And they're trying to, and it's, I laugh so much. They try to throw Snow the product in there, like, Velasquez thinking she's a fucking white rapper, and he made a funny comparison saying that Iggy is the shit because she's bad, but apparently that she can't spit. I don't, I don't see that. The bitch can spit. She just maybe doesn't write the shit. Yeah. And fucking, see, and that, yeah, exactly. No, I was going to say that's when I get upset at people. Like, you could be mad at Iggy and be like, oh, she's fake, she's this, she's that. But once you start saying that she has no talent, oh, shut the fuck up. It's kind of the same thing with Drake. Like, I'm not a fan of Drake. I think Drake is corny as fuck. But when you say that he can't perform, he's whack, I'm like, okay, hold up. The nigga does have talent. I just don't like his corny ass. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So you can't you just can't deny when a motherfucker does have talent you know it's whether they're using that talent properly or not but that motherfucker has talent so you can't deny that now kind of i'm going to take the ring since on kind of similar subject of people who have talent i'm going to kind of bust a 180 bitches that have no talent but they Mm -hmm. cute though is um selena gomez and (sighs) they're giving her flack and obviously Politically, uh, right now, uh, was it um, Palestine and the Is- you know the Israelites? They're fucking going back and forth, yeah. you know, ongoing for like forever. It's been going on for thousands of years. Um, she, people, you know, they jump on this bandwagon, this hashtag, fucking pray for Gaza or something. Oh and yeah, she, pray for Gaza. Yeah, Gaza. And she had tried posting. Uh, she had tried doing that. I think on her Instagram, motherfuckers were giving her shit. And and mind you. As far as what supposedly is biblical, you know, the Israelites are the chosen ones. Those are the ones who, you know, our Christ apparently comes through, and you know, we gotta support them. They are the aliens. Yeah, they we got you know, I'll praise the aliens, and Lord knows I want to be beat up on the ship. We don't already talked about this too many times, and I would like to. But one thing for sure, man, um, and it's and she kind of she saved herself for a bit because, mind you, when you post something like that, you're picking sides. And yeah. if you're not picking sides, then don't say shit about it because you can't fucking root for both. 
It's there's an obvious yeah. reason for this bullshit, and and she, I think she actually came back and she saved herself. Actually, I think, and I'm not too, too sure if she took a coup from Rihanna's ass, and I hate that bitch too, but um, she had come back saying that it was because they're, they're mind you giving her flack, you know, obviously who, whose side are you on? But if you see yeah. man, if you read some of the stories, man, it's it's fucked up, and the casualties that are dying in this thing, like I feel. Yeah. When it comes to, and I'm I'm hella sexist when I say this, man. But when it comes to women, I feel, in my whether it's misogynistic or old school tradition of values, the woman is the is the nurturer. She's the one who takes care of the babies, while the fucking man is supposed to be the motherfucker that you know brings in the shit and and does heavy duty. Now yeah. I believe this, be, you know, and I, I hold that that strong root. Because the like I said, women and children I feel aren't as strong as men. And men, you know, we we got to take that sacrifice and take the ass up and take the death, take the whatever, you know, to do that shit. Now, when you're including, you know, young women and children who are fucking who are dying over this shit, because mind you, they when they drop bombs, it ain't like you know, they're they're fucking around in their in their backyard. Us, we get a fucking drop bombs from 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 here, and ain't nobody gonna fuck with us really because we'll we'll detect it, we'll detect it, we'll bring their asses down beforehand. Um, but yeah, man. So there's just a lot of fucked up shit going on there, to where it's it's. Mind you, I'm retracting back from what I'm trying. point I'm trying to make. It's about humanity. So finally, yeah. she came back and she tried to, you know, say that it's more of a humane thing for it, you know, to pray for them. So like, I I, I kind of I like that she had said that. I, <laughs> I almost feel better. They jumped in so hardcore. But mind you, when you pick a side, you're fucking picking a side. Yeah. So it's, she had to come and, back and be it's about humanity. And we live in the internet world where everyone has an outlet to say how they feel, so everyone thinks they're an expert now. And so, yeah, you get a whole bunch of that, because that was the same thing, yeah, like you were saying, with Rihanna, she did that free Palestine or something tweet, and then everybody hopped on her ass, and, yeah. What she do, she deleted it real quick, and fucking, man. She's like, oh, oh, I was, I was trying to search something, and I don't know why that saved on my, my Twitter, like, okay, yeah, sure. Dumb bitch. I don't know. Uh, and see, and the thing with that, see, now that's picking a side. Now, mind you, and and I, and I hate to even say like it's like a big fucking difference, but there is. So when 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 Selena said, you know, pray for Gaza, like kind of like even like how and how many get fucking Judeo Christian on this shit, you pray for your enemy, mind yeah. you, quote unquote, Gaza is the enemy. But pray for them. Pray so that you know. Hopefully, we can come to an understanding. Hopefully, we'll come to peace. Hopefully, you know, we'll we'll make sense of this. Hopefully, they are forgiven and we no longer have to fucking attack their ass. For however that is, I feel like that that to pray for Gaza was a whole lot better than having to fucking free Palestine. You know, that like, I think that's taking more sides. I mean, mind you, yeah. it's, it's one dumb bitch over the dumb bitch, and it, it is, doesn't fucking. It's happen. actually funny me being um as not anti-political, anti-news, or whatever you want to take it. I still don't know a whole lot about the story. So is Israel like what is what is actually going on? We've been for my we've been fine for fucking land, bro. <laughs> That's really all it is. Oh, okay. What yeah. is this? Who's is this? And what it is? I mean, one can say that's retarded, but honestly, when what does Scarface say? For all I have, my word and my balls. Honestly, all these motherfuckers have they they have their land, they have their tradition, they have you know, yeah, their their being, man. So it comes down to that and beliefs, man. And, and you know, we go hard in our beliefs. Motherfuckers will shoot off. Yeah, and. 
America being uh, Israel's number one ally, I'm pretty sure what side the media is taking. And I just, I, I, some things like this, I just, oh, I stay away from because it's like, especially when it gets religious and racial and then kids dying, it's just like, oh, it's just it. You know, too many people, I think, in a lot of situations either go left or right. They go uh, the knee jerk reaction and streams either this has to be the answer or this has to be the answer. And I think there's a lot of shit where it's just many shades of gray. Like, it's, it gets so fucking multi-layered and deep that it's just like, oh, I, I don't even get into debates with people about it because it's like, it's just, there's so many fucking levels. We'll be here all day trying to dissect this shit and make any kind of sense of it, but mm-hmm. shit is fucking wild, yo. Yeah. And, and that's why we kind of distract ourselves with whatever the fuck's going on in social media. Beach ball. And, uh, Where's beach the beach ball? ball? Ooh, squirrel. Hey. Hmm? Hey, squirrel. What? <laughs> I wish I could tell you what's going on Facebook, but I only have fucking but three friends on this fucking faux Facebook <laughs> that I have. On I, I damn near want to reopen up my my old one just so I can at least see my friends. Cause I, I, I you know what's fucked up. I don't oh. even know more motherfuckers' names to even look for them. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a sad goddamn truth. Though, let me tell you, I couldn't find my friends if I wanted to. I don't know what the fuck their names are. I know and uh. And actually, that's a good segue. Speaking of people who uh, don't have too many friends, uh, did you see this article with uh, the boy Jay Electronica, my, uh, my my favorite dude, my Black Jesus is back? Um, black. He called out all the hip hop. He Yo, called out. I saw. I was looking at it now. Supposedly, he called out game, or was he speaking in generality? Well, no, he was talking about, and I think a lot of people took it the wrong way. So he's not talking about the game. He's talking about the game as a whole. He's as talking about hip hop as a, yes. Um, he criticized the music industry with a series of Twitter posts, uh, made on July 14th. And the rapper, um, said as follows. There's a reason my songs have as much effect on people and, sh- and stay in power as they do. Hashtag all praise due to Allah. What would you rather? 20 albums about nothing or one song about something? Real, genuine, good, and true. Hashtag smarten up. Hashtag the matrix has you. He says 97% of the artists in the music in music are making songs about absolutely nothing. There's a reason my songs have as much effect on people. Same. Oh, it says it the same thing again. Oh, he says, um, don't talk to me about MCs got skills. The game is a clown circus, and we are putting everybody on notice. A message to the sneak haters: you can't stop God's work nor His plans. Rumble, young man, rumble. Jealousy and envy or terrible diseases so as i'm reading this i'm hearing that black jesus is coming back for the rapture and he's about to go he's gonna start taking motherfuckers out that's how i'm reading this black jesus is back and he is kicking ass and taking names that's that's how i take it i don't know how you take it i guess i mean that's <laughs> just him saying that motherfucker. yeah i mean that's him take that I guess so. I guess that's what it is. Motherfuckers, be real. Be about your shit. Quit fucking making goddamn album fillers and actually be about your. See, and this 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 is the thing, man. That I honestly and and mind you, even though I talked a bit of shit about the hip hop show, they were talking on some real. I I heard a, I yeah. could caught a few punchlines that sounded dope. But these motherfuckers are passionate. They're talking about real stuff. Yeah. And I think that's that's definitely lost, man. I mean, and then I hate because like. That obviously just you know, who doesn't want to look clean who doesn't want to look good who doesn't want to have a nice shit but i think we focus too much on that yeah and honestly there's no art in the craft anymore mm. there's technical you know 
uh, there's persona, there's swagger, but there's no fucking actual. Where's the art? You know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers, when like when people act who art artists, like fuck, I forget her name, Frida, some shit. That one bitch with the fucking unibrow. This bitch was so. I mean, she wanted to showcase her pain, showcase it. This bitch would fucking literally take her goddamn fucking period blood and and fecal matter and make a goddamn masterpiece to showcase. This is the frustration. This is the yeah. the raw. This is the grit. <laughs> You can't get any more fucking real than fucking shit in period blood on a goddamn canvas. I know, and I, <laughs> that's disgusting and disturbing. That's showing. That's it's an art. But no, that that's real. Yeah, art is supposed to be offensive. It's supposed to be um, unique, and I think that's especially like hip hop has suffered so much because the industry came in and they found a way to market off of it because remember back when hip-hop started like the mc wasn't the focal point of the show it was all about the dj but you can't package a dj and sell him to households you needed to turn the mc into the focal point of hip-hop and then you can capitalize off of it and then eventually after a while they started realizing okay you got a bunch of these niggas in the hood who uh could put together some you know lines here and there about some shit that they doing in their hood and then we can offer these motherfuckers a whole bunch of money or you can even take these fake motherfuckers offer them a whole bunch of money because they got a little flow a nice little look they'd be like yo go out there and talk about some dumb shit that you ain't ever fucking did before and you know we're gonna put all this money in your pocket and so there's no art form anymore there's no originality it's just doing what the next man is doing like oh that's the kind of beat that's hot you know and the one thing that i've always that i really dislike about hip-hop i wish we can get away from is i like back in the day where you had a producer who produced for one artist like if this one this producer whoever it is he only produces for that one artist so that one artist has that sound and i think that's the reason why the radio sounds so much the same because you'll have like five hot artists and all the beats on the radio all year are from those five hot artists i'm pretty sure turn on the radio right now yeah exactly dj mustard ain't that the new hot shit yeah he's the hottest one in the game right now ugly motherfucker definitely the hottest shit in the game right now Shit is whack, but uh, fucking uh, Electronica uh, calling niggas out, saying you look corny and sound real dumb. It's all the naysayers and negativity spreaders on my timeline. Know of a surety that you have absolutely no power here. Destiny, the time is now. Um, shit, he said something. Oh yeah, he said I'm not just a rapper, and as much as Muhammad Ali was not just a boxer. Hot damn, that, that's a bold statement. <laughs> He said, uh, P.S. If Hove, Nas, and other greats and legends recognize me as one of the greats and a legend, what do I care about your little amateur opinion? Hot damn, yo. Who is going off on his ass? That lit up a goddamn fire, man. Black Jesus. Black Jesus, yo. So uh, I am still waiting on the album. I guess uh, he did that uh, show that he brought Jay-Z out, and Jay-Z gave him the 5%er chain that Jay-Z's been getting a lot of shit about. And um, Electronica claims that music is supposed to come out before the end of the year. So I have been waiting. I'm waiting patiently on this nigga's album, and it's not even – I've said it before. Like, I'm not – that big of a fan of his music i'm fascinated by the man about the character and especially considering that the nigga who was like 35 36 before he even got a fucking record deal and the fact that the nigga's been dating the uh, the princess heir to the illuminati for all this time oh. and the like all this shit like i just i want to hear what that album i want to hear what he's talking about on that album and um, last, the last little word about it was he was taking what Magna Carta, Holy Grail was doing, and he was taking what Jesus was doing. It was a combination of the two. So we'll see how that works. I, I can't wait to hear it. All I, the only track I, that I can say that I actually heard was when his control verse. And that shit was, yeah. 
So if anything, I'm ever, in love with. Huh? Did you ever hear that Exhibit C joint with Just Blaze? Not that I can think of. Oh, now that's but, the but shit. Know, like, yeah, but, but go ahead. I'm gonna just wait. I'm gonna just wait till the album comes out because honestly, I love his personality. I'm loving how he's coming out. I'm loving his backstory more than anything else. Yeah, so exactly. If anything, he at least has my respect in that, no doubt. So now, if you don't mind, kind of switching up the switching up the shits a little bit since we're on the subject of respect. Yeah. Um, this this is my next little music related article, and you probably see on uh, the. MTV Music Awards are coming up 2014 and apparently oh, I'm not were you did you have did you, your hip hop story have to do with the, these awards by any chance no 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 go ahead yes okay. alright well yeah so MTV uh, they already announced you know the nominations and shit and fucking Yonce this bitch mm-hmm. has eight nods already man and that's fine. I, I I don't like the bitch. I don't like her. I don't, and mind you, this may be my fucking my hatred for for fucking your bae Jay Z. But um, I, you know there and mind you, no story is worth anything unless there's some fucking gossip in the middle of it. And the fucking and the story starts with a mix of cheating scandal, rocking Beyonce and Jay Z's marriage, the partition stingers leading the 2014 MTV Music Awards with eight nominations. That's and they just they, they go on just about kind of little minutes. Now, I'm not too sure if you had caught wind, and I don't know. I I don't like talking about the bitch. I don't like hearing about the bitch, but yet I hear shit about her, and here I am talking about her. Um, yeah. But she had switched up the lyrics on uh, one one of her. I think it was I heard partition. about that. Yeah. Okay. Or it might even not even been partition, but she pretty much switched up. That just makes it, it makes you seem like this whole. I mind you. A few years back, wasn't there a story back when there was Hip Hop Weekly? When Hip Hop Weekly first came out, it was that magazine. Uh, Jay Z had this fucking this bastard son that was just like him, and he was like, "Remember that shit?" A few years back, roughly, roughly. Mm. I, mind you, I don't know if it's the same girl. I'm pretty sure he's cheated a whole lot more since then. I mean, come on now, you're fucking you're the one of the top hip hop artists, not just ever, but also currently because he's stayed relevant. So I mean, I would imagine fucking bitches still just snatch at his ass fucking every now and again. Mm-hmm. Anyways. She talks about it, um, or 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 whatever about just uh, you know that that might be a possible thing. And who doesn't? And who? How? <laughs> there's a there's a funny saying I, or a funny uh, shit I read on Tumblr once saying, yeah, "Am I right, ladies? The best way to get someone with bitches to agree with you is by ending a statement with Am I right, ladies? Am I right, ladies?' And just <laughs> and I feel like that's the best way for uh, for Beyonce to get more fans. Like, look, I, I I'm hurt too. You know, I fucking, uh, you know, my man cheats on me too, and I'm the yeah. queen. You know, like, relate. I'm queen B, y'all. Yeah, I'm queen B, y'all. I get cheated on too. They bring up, or whatever. But the reason why this is just because she's pretty much. No, no, you were breaking up kind of bad, but no, you back. Okay, uh, I think I have some perhaps kind of some shit add background in the back, and that's that might have done some shit. I'm gonna set it up this link if you can go down, scroll bottom, so, um, uh, you'll see. See, I'm see if I can load this up. And then it was the being Yeah, I'm gonna see they actually have uh, some nominations on there. And that shit is not working, goodness gracious. Fuck it. Um, now, if, this, how about we make some predictions? Can we do that? You make some yeah, predictions yeah. real fast? You got the, you got the link now, over to me. I'm trying to. Um, oh. Now, now in this whole thing, uh, this is gonna be for video of the year. Now, I wanna, I wanna do a prediction of who we think's gonna win and who we want to win if they're, if they're different. 
Uh, oh, okay. Now, for video of the year, they have Beyonce featuring Jay-Z, Drunken Love. They have Iggy Azalea featuring that Charlie. Oh, Iggy. The Iggy. Yeah. Iggy. So fancy. <laughs> they have Malasaris for Wrecking Ball. They have Pharrell Williams with Happy. And my bitch. And actually, I didn't. T- I don't. I think I talked about her. Sia for Chandelier. Oh, I don't did, even did know. Did I talk about Sia? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Yo. Actually, in the, in the last episode, I actually talked about her. Her album had just came out. She oh, actually has been a ghostwriter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, S I S I A. And actually, I found out the song "Chandelier" was actually written for Rihanna, and this bitch passed up uh, on it. So it was too real. It was too real, and the bitch didn't feel like there was enough ash or not enough ratchetness in it. It was honestly, it's a fucking song, and you wouldn't fucking know it because. She's a dumb bitch. But anyways, <laughs> predictions. You know, and this is crazy because I'm looking at it and I'm trying to figure it out because honestly, other than the Saya chick who I don't think is super huge, uh, I could see Beyonce, Iggy, Miley, or Pharrell winning it. If I had to pick who was going to win, um, because I want to, I kind of want to say Miley Cyrus, but I don't know if her um, her uh, twenty or fifteen minutes of fame is up. And I think Pharrell has been blowing up. I don't know. It might be Pharrell, just because I I've never seen the video, but just because how huge the record is, I can see MTV giving it to him. All right. So who do you want to win? Iggy, my boo Iggy. I want her to win okay. all the awards, yeah. all of them. And, but actually, funny, I don't want uh, anybody in this category to win as long as it's not Beyonce. As long as it's not Beyonce, I'm happy. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I'm pretty fucking sure Beyonce is going to win video of the year, even though yeah, it wasn't really much to the video. No, actually, no, no. I think it's a tie. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think it's going to be a tie between Beyonce... Drunken Love and Pharrell Williams Happy simply yeah. because Beyonce's record was fucking humongous but Pharrell had like a 24 hour fucking music video to where literally there's a different yeah. video for every hour of the day that's pretty fucking fantastic that song annoys the fuck out of me I hate hearing it I hate seeing it on Vine I just hate it in general because and I get I'm happy because he goes if you're happy like, but no I'm, okay, I'm happy but I just don't want to hear your shit but, so anyways I think it's a tie between them and Pharrell's only up there because it was such a big deal for pop music, but I'm pretty sure Beyonce is going to take it. Now, as far as who I want to win, it's Sia Chandeliers because that bitch is talented. She ugly as hell, and in all her life performances, unfortunately, she's looking at the fucking wall while she has her little 11-year-old fucking ballerina dance to sprinkle around to get all the pedophiles wow. fucking attention. Well, she... Wait, how old is she? Oh, okay, wait. I don't know why these little fucking child pictures popped up. Who's Maddie Ziegler? Oh, that must be whoever's That's in her true. video. Oh, yeah. okay. And on the real, she's been the, she's been the face of her whole promotional push, which, mind you, Stia's not a dumb bitch. She knows that her face is not going to sell yeah. shit. And her music, she has talent, she produces, she writes, she's awesome. Her vocals are fucking extreme. But her face ain't gonna do it, and, and to make it commercially, man, you gotta have an inch, man. And yeah. it's a fucked up, it's a fucked up world, man. But she knows that, so I, I kind of, I can't hate at that angle. I can't. So I'm about to the predictions play the, for that now. Best hip hop video. I'm oh wait, you gonna the, play what? Oh no, I'm playing the big, big uh, video on the background. Oh, let me watch screen this for the people. 
Yeah, and I don't know. Whoa, I didn't put it on my no, this uh, this is like child pornography. What the fuck? Yeah, pretty much, my friend. Oh, she has a she has a nude bodysuit on. Okay, I was so confused when she was up in that door. Oh, okay. This and she weird. rocks that shit in every performance. And actually, if you look on my my full Facebook page, I actually put a, there is a parody of Jimmy Kimmel fucking trying him and his little sidekick Guillermo trying to yeah. mimic that video and they're in a fucking nude bodysuit and they're just it's hilarious bro if you can go bad. to my go to my face it should be on there I don't have too much shit on there anyway so that's funny like I said awesome song man her vocal range is fucking it's just it's just awesome you can hear her fucking voice break just to showcase the emotion in it so she's talented but you know what happens when you're really talented and you don't look the part you don't get anything yeah. out of it yeah. But um, that's hip hop video, yo. Childish Gambino's 3005, Drake featuring whoever the fuck my Yid Jordan to hold on. We're going home. Eminem's Berserk, Kanye West Black Skinhead, a Wiz Khalifa fucking We Them Boys. I have no idea who that Wiz song is. I don't even fucking remember. I think I might have read the title somewhere. But I never even fucking. I can't. Even, I can't even tell you how the fuck shit sounds. Who do you think Before we say who we will Who do you think Is going to take it You know what I think It's either Drake or Eminem I think that um, I think Eminem Like MTV Loves Eminem But I think Drake is Is hip hop Right now And I think That might win Now me personally I'm going with Childish Gambino because for one I am a childish stan but then two I thought that was a cold ass video I really thought that was an interesting video on the fucking Ferris wheel with the uh, bear that kept disintegrating as the video was going like I thought that was a cold ass concept so I don't know oh shit I, you know what I, think, I don't even remember the videos and I'm, I'm thinking the one that he had with fucking Chance but oh no that's worse uh, uh, guys yeah yeah yeah, Wiz guys. Um, as far and fuck Wiz Khalifa, by the way. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I think yeah. I think I honestly think I think even though I know Eminem has been that stable, and I know that was what the Berserk was the first single off of that new album. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has shit in it. He would have had a better chance using Monster or whatever Monster, yeah. like, whatever the fuck the one with Brianna. That one would have would have been his fucking cash cow, honestly. So I think Drake's gonna win it. But I would love, I mean, if Kanye got it, only because Black Skinhead to me was the dopest track out of all those shits. The most real, I would say. I agree. I agree. Be- because 2005, it was hella catchy, and he's, and what he's saying the song is about is doesn't correlate at all with what the fuck the song is actually saying. So I kind of say fuck yeah. you to, for that fucking <laughs> wannabe. Uh, I know. Uh, who's the guy who did Sixth Sense? Um um, fucking M Night Shyamalan, M Night Shyamalan with this fucking goddamn twist and turns yeah. that make no goddamn sense. Fuck you for trying to give me an M, M. Night Shyamalan shit. And, no. and I think the reason why I didn't hate three thousand and five so much because I heard his explanation about what it meant before I heard the song, and so I went into it hearing his explanation. I was like, oh, okay, I get what he's saying, but it was like if I had heard the song first and then heard him say that, it would have been like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So I don't know, but I I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Eh, for that very reason, I'm going to on it. But no, but mind you, that definitely was one of his catchiest songs. That song I thought would have fucking skyrocketed him into the fuck. I mean, he's already he's internet famous, so mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, that that I think would have would have would have been oh, his biggest thing. Yeah, so this, be a, uh, just for people. 
There's a lot of fucking awards on here. I'm scrolling through this. I uh, don't gotta go through all of them. I mean, I just thought those those were one of the most important ones. Cause then, uh, well, actually, hmm, uh oh, no, no, we, we gotta go on this one right here. Which one are you looking at? Well, I was gonna say I, I wanted to fucking dump on the best female video. Well, actually, oh no, 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 man, dude, the whole fucking list, honestly, it, it has something has my attention. Cause uh, best male video. Which, mind you, and it's funny how they use a different single. They had Ed Sheeran with uh, Pharrell. I didn't know Pharrell was on that fucking song. Sing. Was, I don't think I've ever heard of that album. Yeah. Well, fuck, I talked about his album last episode. I bet you didn't listen. Either which way. Um, <laughs> I ain't listening to no new music. Mm, well, shit. Yeah. I ain't listening to no new music this past week. So, like, I heard you uh, talking about shit, but, yeah, I never ended up checking out any of the... I never got a chance to check out any of the people. I'm actually... I'm, I am playing that Wiz Khalifa in the background so I can see what the fuck video that was at Weedem Boys. The fuck with them boys. One, one thing I want to say the way you check that out, and I laugh because Best Rock Video has some... Uh, I mean, I guess it's rock. Fucking Arctic Monkeys, they're rock. Black Keys, definitely. Black Keys Fever uh, was the most catchiest single I've ever heard from Black Keys, and they're one of my top three favorite bands. Imagine Dragons, I'm whatever about them. It was cool that they had Kendrick on, on you know, perform one of the songs on the last award show. Yeah. Lincoln Park, I haven't even fucked with them since goddamn Meteora. Um, and, <laughs> but one thing that kind of pisses me off, and I'm sure this bitch is going to win it, because they didn't know where the fuck to put her at. Which they should have put her on best female. Actually, they yeah. did. Uh, Lord, Royals. Yeah, I don't know why she's best rock video category. I don't know. Yeah, why that would be considered rock. One of the biggest disappointments I think it was the American Music uh, Video shits or whatever the fuck it's called that was on through ABC or CBS. She yeah. won best rock video. She shit on all these motherfuckers yeah, who actually do rock. Uh, no, yeah, I will I mean, say though, uh, Imagine Dragons. I'm a big fan of Imagine Dragons. I like, I really like those dudes. I like they sound. You see, and they should be under pop. Just to be honest, I imagine it's not a bad I thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's more. They're definitely more pop than rock. I got demons playing in the background, yo. Okay. Oh, sometimes that's that's you just spoke for what's in my mind. Sometimes playing. <laughs> But uh, I know I'm scrolling then, through. Uh, oh, artists to watch. They got Schoolboy Q on there. I'm surprised by that. I'm laughing, yeah. Oh, I'm just glad it's presented by Taco Bell and not KFC. I would have been upset. Yo, and then he would have won it. Oh, shit. I want, <laughs> I want to thank oh, I want to <laughs> I KFC thank KFC, yo. That shit go hard in the paint. Fucking the thank you, one. thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing them to accept EBT cards. I want to <laughs> say that without that, boy, wouldn't be eating. And it's actually funny with that EBT card thing. Is it that you could use food stamps to get fast food, That's exactly or if you is. have money on the EBT card? Because I mean, that's what that's what I'm I mean, trying to figure out. Because uh, my mom is on food stamps, but I don't think she could use her card anywhere. I think she, she would need money. Because yeah. like you'll get the benefits where it's the food stamps, and then you get like some people get cash on it. And so I wonder if it's they're accepting cash off of the EBT card. Because I don't think you use food. Well, you can use the EBT card anywhere. You can use the EBT card anywhere. Just the yeah. fact that you can actually use the food stamps portion of it. And all I know is that I started laughing my ass off when I saw that fucking uh, Jack in the Box hat that I'm. Like, yeah. oh, like if only I had it. I mean, yeah. So, 
There that shit is. Oh, uh, and actually wow. scrolling down to the bottom, the best visual effects. Um, I don't know Disclosure. Do you know them? Where is it? Other way at the bottom? Yeah, the last award, best oh. visual effects. Fuck no. I feel kind of I feel silly for that. No, the only two people I know between these is Eminem with Rap God, which I thought was a cool video, and then DJ Snake and Lil Jon for Turn Down for What, which I think was one of the greatest videos ever invented. I'm just yes. that's my opinion. So they need to win anything that they're up for. And actually, going back up to the fucking top, why is that not in here for Video of the Year? Wait, wait, wait! Before you, uh, since we're on the visual effects, Jack White, the Lazaretto, Lizar- whatever. I wasn't feeling that album, but he's creative as fuck when it comes to shit. I wish I knew who the hell uh, Disclosure was. Okay, go. I I simply remember them because they had a fucking video where they're fucking tr- jumping on goddamn treadmill, so they always do something wacky. But, yeah. but what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Oh, no, I got a about to play Jack White in the background. I'm trying to see what this sound like. It's fucking out, out rocks. So, I mean, he's some shit. And I remember, I, I, uh-huh. man, I loved him back when he, when he was part of White Stripes. And he was. Uh, oh, I know who Jack White is. Okay. I've heard of White Stripes. Okay. I didn't know he went solo. Yeah, his fucking him and his girl divorced, I think, back like in 06. And, oh, this uh, is an ill last yeah. fucking video, though. Mm hmm. Uh, another thing, and actually, yeah, I don't know where else to go with shit as far as best direction. I mean, it's whatever. Best art direction, I don't think so, but it's going to be pop cut. Oh, actually, one thing I kind of wanted to bring up, and actually, this is that's the story that I wanted to bring up other than um, the MTV Movie Awards. Um, I should laugh my ass off. Let me see if I can find the link, bro. You're going to fucking laugh your ass off when you fucking see this shit. Ah, fuck. I can't even find the link, man. Well, I'm going to try to find it, but Tim McGraw, I don't know if you yeah. heard the story, or might have seen it on TMZ. Did you hear about that, about him slapping a bitch? Uh, no. Yo, he's at a concert. He's, you know, obviously the uh, fans go hard. They're all wailing. Why did a fan? S- slaps a bitch. What happened? No, the headline says Tim McGraw swatted a fan in Atlanta. If he had been a rapper, it would have been like, oh, my God, Whoa. hardcore gangster rapper stomps a woman, a helpless woman out in the front row. But he swatted. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find the fucking video. And, and this bitch was fucking you can see her. Whoever the hell TMZ got this footage from, you can see her run off and security kind of pushed her away. Like security got rid of the bitch. You know what I mean? Like it was so hilarious. But yeah, there's no charges. There's no charges. Uh, press and and they say that his slap was dignified. Oh my god! You can that shit. Oh yeah, I see that cop said yeah. slap was justified. I'm trying to find the fucking video because yeah, I hadn't heard it. Oh, here we go. I think I found it on TMZ. And I had the fucking link, man. I have like three different fucking internet operating systems up. I don't know where the fuck what's what. Let me see. It's loading. <laughs> it says Tim McGraw bitch slaps female fan. Yeah, I gotta see this shit. And honestly, um, the, the quality is hella shitty, so I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. But I saw him okay. swat. I thought he was, like, I thought he was like high fiving bitches, and yeah, he gave, he gave, he fucking gave that bitch face a high five. Yeah, so he giving high fives. Oh, he showed his slap that bitch. He's like, uh. Like yeah, face. she like grabbed his leg, and he was like, "Ho, why ain't you barefoot and pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> bitch? Why ight you in the kitchen feeding my dog right now? Shit, cleaning my fucking Ford pickup truck." 
Yeah, I Yo, I, I ain't gonna lie though, man. I was listening. I went over to my auntie's, man, and uh, just kind of just bullshit with them. And for some reason, they're on this country kick. They, they've been on the country kick for a minute now. But dude, fucking country shit up hip hop, bro. Fucking they talk about bitches. Fucking they talk about drinking. <laughs> they talk about their fucking. Their, their always. I've always said hip hop and country is the same exact thing. It's just it's it's a black version and a white version. They're saying the same thing. They're talking about the common shit that they experience in their environment and things that they're passionate about. But we're just from two different worlds. That's the reason why the music sounds so different. But hip hop, country, blues, it's all the same fucking thing. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing that isn't the same um, is, uh, did you get a chance to check out Total Slaughter? I didn't. Was that the the rap battle thing? Yeah, Eminem's uh, rap battle, which uh, happened, went down last weekend, and um, it was actually fairly interesting. And uh, Hip Hop DX uh, talked about it, eight things that uh, they say we learned from battle rap watching Total Slaughter. And it says, uh, by a number of measures, this past weekend's Total Slaughter debut was likely the biggest modern battle rap event ever. Of course, the appearance of artists like Joe Budden as a battler was the most obvious uh, fodder for headlines or promotional lead-up. But the entire event was a new arena for the culture. Um, I guess they had some issues, though, because I didn't get to watch the whole video. But I guess they had like sound issues the entire night or whatever. But um, Hip Hop Diets put together, they uh, had been there the entire weekend, so they put together a few things uh, that um, went down with Total Slaughter and uh, you know, some shit that they learned. And one of the things that they were talking about was that how it was a completely different stage for battle rap. And for like people who don't know, basically what it was was Eminem um, put his name and his money behind putting together a battle rap platform. Uh, to be broadcast live on pay-per-view so just like you ordered a, a WWE pay-per-view or a UFC or Floyd Mayweather boxing match like you could order this this pay-per-view headline of rappers battling and um, it, it was a cold ass fucking idea but I think that the thing they really exposed because for those who didn't see it Joe Button and his cat named Hollow the Don was in the main event Joe Button is a battle rapper but he's a studio artist he puts out albums he performs and all that and Hollow the Don is a battle rapper this is like his arena and the thing that I think really fucked Joe Button up was that they were performing and they were going into Joe Button's third round the audience wouldn't stop booing Joe Button and Joe Button who's not used to that he's used to okay he does a show and and these people paid to see him so he's not used to a group of people booing him so he stopped rapping and he's put his mic down and he fucking walked off and um it's just it's kind of a different realm like if you're a battle rapper you got to be used to niggas booing you and you got to get their attention back and so i don't know it's just it was a crazy event and i think that it has the potential to be something big i think the first one didn't go as well as they wished that it would have but i think it has potential to be something huge yeah, and and the real and the I skipped through all that shit just because I really the, the main event you know I wanted to see how Budden was gonna hold up against Hollow, and I think I caught like the first round I didn't know there's fucking three but either which way man you're supposed to come out you're supposed to come out with your fire first and foremost and I wasn't feeling it bro I was like nah eh. like I already knew Hollow was gonna win it because I figured who do we have more dirt on who do we have on video bitch and who do we see on Twitter yeah. rant all the fucking time 
Yeah. Because yeah. that's always the big thing with the um, battling is whoever has the most dirt, they're going to have the most uh, fuel for the fire. They're going to have the most ammo. And they're so in Joe Button. I'm a big fan of Joe Button. He's one of my favorite rappers of all time. But also, I'm not afraid to admit he's a fucking asshole. And, like, he has a lot of fucking issues. And he has a lot of shit out there, especially considering between like him jay-z Nas, eminem i think besides eminem i think i know more about joe button than any of my other favorite artists because he just put so much out there and so then you come into the battle rap realm where you're not uh like if this was disc records back and forth where they were recording songs putting them out oh joe button would get in his ass that's what joe does but this is hollow's realm so i wasn't surprised neither when hollow the don won he's used to this kind of shit so yeah and then i i didn't understand um Supposedly, I thought I didn't even hear them boo fucking hollow. But apparently, but I thought I thought I heard that button walked off stage. But apparently, hollow did first. I'm not too sure if I if I heard an interview video writer correctly saying some shit like that. So you know, I didn't hear nothing about hollow walking off. But I did hear that they kept having issues with hollow's mic, and so Joe Budden had the lapel mic, the little thing that you clip on, and so Joe took that off and gave it to hollow. But then Joe ended up having to perform with a microphone, and so it was just, it was a lot of technical issues that they had all night, which kind of took away from the performance. But um. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I think it was decent. I still, same here. I didn't watch the whole thing. I kept find, trying to find a torrent of it to download, but I guess it wasn't that fucking popular. I can't find the torrent anywhere. And then on YouTube, I found like one, like an hour long clip of it, but it was real bad quality. So I've only been able to read the recaps of it. But um, I ended up going to. I think Complex Magazine had released it, but the, the fucking mm. video quality was shitty there too, man. You figure it being such a fucking big event that they would have had this shit on Vivo or you know what I'm saying, something to where a better medium where it can, I don't know, be more presentable. And I, I think I think a lot of it was, I think Eminem just fucked up thinking that pay-per-view is still like this big thing. I, and I think that's where he fucked up at. Like, you could still do pay-per-view, but you could do some shit through YouTube or something. Like, I think that that's the better medium to do it that way and then make money off the advertisements as opposed to doing pay-per-view because that shit is a lost art. Me being a hip-hop head, or uh, excuse me, a, a pro wrestling head, I got the WWE Network, so I get to watch all the pay-per-views for free on the network. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, they're transitioning away from pay-per-view it's not as popular anymore especially with streaming and it's just it's so easy to just get some for free like everything should just be free you should just put it out and then you you get shit on the back end or whatever but it should content should be free i'm just putting that out there yeah i mean shit come on now uh, learn from facebook and all them motherfuckers use the data exactly. exactly so did you have another article that was my last article um. Yeah, I mean, as far as this shit, I don't know how how we on time right now. Uh, probably, probably running low, but we do have to at least talk about this Malaysian airline thing. I feel like that that's gonna go on her court. Uh, no, that's just it's such a fuck thing. Man. I remember when I first got the alerts, I get my little. I'm the I'm that weird motherfucker that get fucking Google alerts and it has some. Oh, I get, I get uh MSNBC alerts every time some shit happens. So yeah, I'm the same way. And I think I, I go through AZ Central. People talk shit about that, but on the real, I I trust um, their sources. And um, yeah, I just got a fucking alert that they had shot down a goddamn what is it? Not a 747, but what is those those passenger planes? Uh, let me see if it says no. It says the name of the flight, but it doesn't say the type. But yeah, 
But yeah, pretty much. I don't know how many people there are on that shit on the oh, 300. Oh shit! It says 298 died. Mm-hmm. Now the fact that they shot the motherfucker down, and I don't get, and they're a pro-Russian, right? And and I started laughing my ass off that the reason why we knew about this shit is because motherfuckers on Twitter were bragging mm-hmm. that they shot this motherfucker down. Like, yo, like that's what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a, all that. That's quite a feat. <laughs> I know in this shit like I learned about it uh in the morning I saw something about a Malaysian uh airplane going down or missing or something like that and I was like fuck I was like another airplane and then later on I got the alert where it was like oh nope US has confirmed a missile hit it and I was like oh shit this is the start of fucking World War 3 and the whole shit I guess it was on the border between U- or Ukraine and Russia and, you know, they're popping off right now. That's exactly what man. And it's just it's fucking wild, man. I don't know, but um, I thought I was gonna I'm hope say on this, but I know that, I know. Same uh, here. <laughs> same here. It's just like <laughs> it comes up and it's like, oh, what a drag. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that would have been such a good from one being because I'm a little bit fucking uh, fatigued from all from all my hating on the goddamn MTV Movie Music Awards. Um, yeah. Apparently they're throwing this into a big. It's it's becoming a big race issue too, man. Because there's a there's a few people from each side of the each. I don't know what fucking countries. And apparently we had two Americans in it, so that's why our business now. And one thing that's actually fucked up. Apparently we knew what was happening. We had um, I don't know if we were just observing or if it was our satellite shits that had been kind of spying on the motherfuckers anyway. But we apparently had video footage of that shit going down. Oh wow! To, to think that. We we witnessed so much shit, man. Who the fuck knows all the shit that we're able to prevent us too? Yet we 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 talk about it and you know we bring shit up and then we try to pick sides and say you know and then try to jump in afterwards. But motherfucker, we see shit as it's happening. Like why the fuck? I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. And <laughs> we knew when the fucker shot the shit and we knew the fuck when it when it hit and we knew for damn sure when once the fucker hit the floor. I know that's one of those things where like we live in this real this weird new world where like back in the day like if this was a hundred years ago some shit happens in another country you don't know about it until like way later on but now we live in this society where it's like something happens and you on the other side of the globe know immediately and um, I don't know it's just kind of crazy and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because it's good to be able to be connected with the rest of the world but it's also a bad thing was just all this fucking negativity and all this war and all this drama and I don't know man I, I think I am becoming a hippie man I'm, I'm, just, yeah. I'm on my hippie tip make make uh, make love for how did fucking Andre say make love not war. yeah make love not war trying to do exactly but um they fucking actually I think in the article that you had brought up because the other one that I was reading just talked about how some of some some of the Russian motherfuckers there won't let others investigate the scene i don't know why i don't know what they're trying to do they already took the responsibility for shooting the motherfucker down but they won't look they won't let investigators actually take a look at who's in there all that we have confirmed and this came up on the article that you had posted up uh saying that there was 100 and some dutch 44 malaysians 27 australians 12 indonesians nine believed to be from the uk four from germany and belgium three from the philippines like we have like kind of a uh, a un of motherfuckers there's canadians new zealanders and then apparently some some aids fucking experts like 
I, yeah, I know. I've been I've been hearing a lot of uh, rumors about different things. I've been having a hard time finding out like what's reality and what's not. But yeah, there there was a lot of rumors that there's like some yeah a bunch of scientists and some different shit. And it's like wait, what exactly happened? Yeah. Like, so I'm wondering, it has to be deeper. It has to be deeper. I mean, unless it's just a, oh, it's a casualty of motherfuckers crossing over lines. Because mind you, there is currently a fucking no, there's a civil yeah there's a civil war going on between the Ukraine and fucking the Russians. So. We can say that it was coincidental, but there had to have been something a little bit deeper than that. I want to say. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So. Uh, do you want to talk about some hoes? Some hoes. I think it's about that time. Oh. That time for dedications. And, uh... I got three dedications. I don't know how many dedications you got, but uh, I'm not. Now I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. I crush on a lot of different um, uh, uh, women, if you will, and so I have three dedications. I woke up this morning and had three women on my mind, so I had to go ahead and bring them forth. Uh, so do you want me to go first, or you you want to take the first one? Patty cake and go back and forth. And I want to say this, man. And this is kind of this is one of my handicaps. I fall in love daily. Oh, and, same here. I'm, I'm the same way. And then especially when I went to the hip hop show, I fell in love. I want to say about three times, at least. <laughs> strong three. It's definitely a strong three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you take the run, man. You go first, and I'll fucking I'll, I'll get seconds. Okay. So I'm gonna move over to my first, and it's gonna be a name that a lot of people probably don't fucking know, and I'm gonna probably butcher the uh, pronunciation of it. But my first dedication goes to Casey Catanzaro, who is a American Ninja Warrior. For any of you people who have ever heard of the show, there's a show called American Ninja. It comes on TV. Don't know what channel. But um, essentially, there's like this long ass fucking obstacle course that you got to go through. And it's some real like daring, amazing stuff that you got to do to win this competition. I guess a bunch of women have tried it before and no woman has made it past like the first like stunt or two. And then only a few men have even you, you are you watching the video? Yeah, I just saw this bitch fucking swinging from fucking one end to yeah. the other. Oh yeah, I think we're on the same part. Did she just run across the little uh, spinning thing? I'm about yeah, I'm about four and a half minutes in, and she was swinging through some fucking ring. Oh, you're way further than me. Yeah, I did watch the whole thing. Uh, I was clicking. I was no, I wasn't watching the whole thing. So I was like, "Where's this bitch gonna come up at?" But apparently, that's her. She's not. I was expecting some pretty. <laughs> now, I she becomes my dedication because uh, I I posted this is this week at Amazing Women because this Yo. chick is like five feet tall, like 130 pounds. I need and the fact, I ain't very tall. Man, the fact that she made it through all this shit, hashtag Mighty Casey, like this was amazing to watch this shit. Especially like if you get over to the five minute mark, about seven and a half minutes into it, there's this part where she has to go from like one beam to another, and like the beams are like three to four feet apart, and she's like standing in the air and she's balancing her feet between the two so she can get to one to another. And then there's one where there's like a uh, a gap of like five feet where she literally has to hop off of one leg in the air to catch another one like this bitch is bad like watching this i was like hot yeah. damn this is amazing I've seen her and so uh, damn wall god 
yeah when she runs right up the wall yo this video is fucking crazy uh for the people watch who uh listen to this on delay make sure you check out ibhmpodcast.com in the video gallery i'm gonna have this video up and check this shit out this shit is amazing and uh so shots out to her for uh being the first woman ever to uh uh win on american ninja warrior so shots out to you so I got I got one word and I'm a hashtag the bitch, witty time. Uh, <laughs> witty. <laughs> Yo, I almost wish and I, I guess I'll start off with the bang man because in the real I think I picked dude just had a straight fucking um uh, image. So I said this bitch right here, she's been in the game for a goddamn minute, yeah. and she's actually recently uh been on tour. Now, pull up the things. I, I get, I get like, a, what is it? Uh, Live Nation fucking uh, alerts or whatever, like for people in concerts oh, yeah. that are coming. There. And I was surprised. And mind you, everyone tries to make their comeback. Everyone, you know, usually once you get pretty old in the game, you end up doing the fucking reunion tours. Uh, this yeah. bitch is teaming up with some guy. I don't know who Neil Baraldo is, but uh, also with Rick Springfield. Anyways, Pat Benatar, y'all. Um, honestly, you know how I like that dykey look. Uh, and I said she's on Facebook. She's always been a fucking cutie, very uh, dramatic. Uh-huh. And now even in, I don't know if you saw the picture. I said she's, I mean, I don't know how old she is, bro. <laughs> I mean, she's, she's aged accordingly. But yeah. she's... A, He's just, I don't know, she's a shit. I, he's like, hey, just, I don't know, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a gilf. That's a probably, that's probably a great grandmother I like to fuck. So, that's funny. <laughs> I have, I stood on the real, I always get fucking perplexed to fucking pick uh, dedication because honestly, I don't meet such grand women, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I've done that one that might, might make into the next weeks. We'll, we'll see. We shall see. But, uh, uh, so I just yeah. posted it on uh, Facebook and posted all these on uh, the Facebook.com slash IBHM podcast. Make sure y'all check that out. Pat Benatar, so, man. Uh, she, she, she made fucking walking around in goddamn uh, <laughs> aerobics gear fucking fashionable. I will say that. <laughs> now, my second dedication, and I'm going to send you the link over here. Let me hop Actually, back Actually, I have, over I have some of the stuff up. One bitch I got mad at because I'm a fan of her music, and I'm like, how the fuck does this nigga know about her? But, uh, <laughs> So I'm sending you the link right now. This is a Tumblr link. Uh, my next dedication goes to someone I've been following on Facebook for a long while and been fi- trying to find some room to move her in on the dedications. And so this goes to Servana Fox. Yo, this is redhead chick. Uh, she's completely sleeved up, tattooed. Um, and hot damn, is she gorgeous. Like, if you scroll through these my god like i'm at a loss of words and actually i didn't even know she did nudes or i don't know if that's her with black hair but uh this chick is bad like she she's redhead and like i said just tattooed up she has that alternative uh swag to her and uh it's just fucking amazing yo so uh the vein of fox if y'all oh i think popo just broke something <laughs> i hope not yeah i dropped my phone i got really excited i sent you a link of one where she <laughs> oh that's what they talk so uh yeah shout out to motherfucking Servana fox and um i'm trying to post some pictures of her i've tried to keep the website uh work appropriate so uh if you go to the main page i'll probably have a a, a regular picture of her but uh if you dig a little deeper you're gonna find some 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 racio ones i'm just saying oh mm. now do we know is she just a model just a bad picture extraordinaire 
Yeah, I think she's uh, just uh, she does a lot of modeling. I keep seeing photo shoots. She actually she reminds me of uh, your girl. Um, what is her Kimber. name? Uh, no, your chick, uh, Ranaconda. She reminds me of her because she does a lot of the alternative blood gory thing. Yeah, she has that dark style to her, and so she reminds me of Ranaconda. And um, yeah, she's just overall bad. And like I said, I've been following her for a while. I think I I ran into her on um Instagram. I started following her on Facebook, and she's just bad. Oh my god. So yeah, check her out. She be on tattoo magazines, and um, she does a whole bunch of different like video shoot or um, photo shoots, if you will, and um, just hot damn gorgeous. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. Lord save me right now because I might give the soul to the devil just for this one. But yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Ooh, Lord. Ooh. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no doubt about that. That's for sure. Since since we're gonna go into the, I guess the, cause that's a pretty damn vain reason to put a bitch as a dedication. But <laughs> I know I had a positive. There. I had a positive one with the first one, but then I got to go superficial at least once. So that was my okay. superficial one. And in the words of Maya Rastafarian, respect, respect. <laughs> I'm going to send you a link then of, uh, of my vein dedication. And I don't know where I first seen this bitch at. I really don't. She, I think, I think it might have just been Tumblr, just a Tumblr fascination. And thank God for hashtags because if they didn't put this bitch's name on here, I wouldn't know who the hell she is. And, yeah. uh, her name is Lindsay Wixon. I think it's Wixon. Oh. X-S-O-N. She's just this fucking youngie with quote-unquote B-stung lips. And, you know, all that I shit is, is, is them just some DSLs for that ass. And she's going to have like, a, a chubby baby sexiness tour. Not yeah. Nowhere close to fucking our girl Jennifer Lawrence. But uh, I think yeah. amongst that same vein. So all I know is that she fucking she hails from from Kansas, Wichita, Kansas. And oh, you can't go wrong with Wichita. Uh, not to cut yeah. you off, but uh, my boy SV, the rapper, is from Wichita, Kansas. So yeah, shout out to them. That that must be why I think he had no no he never got on because uh, I remember XV he had did uh well, actually no, I'm thinking LV. This is not the same guy. He didn't do that pop culture mixtape, did he? No, yeah, so that dude. Yeah. Okay. Is it XV? Oh yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, XV. He yeah, he did a dope fucking sample. I don't know if he makes his own beats or not, but he has sampled Willy Wonka's fucking. He did a song called Wonka. Yeah. Baby. That was the shit. And anytime I think of Kansas, I'm always thinking fucking. Um, Yo, he has a he has a song though called Wichita. It's produced by Just Blaze, and that shit goes hard in the paint. Wichita. He got a fucking Just Blaze produced record. What? Yeah, Just Blaze fucks with him. Just Blaze is really looking out for that kid, trying to help him blow up. So I'm not mad. Mm. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's all I can say for this bitch. All I know is I would definitely want to click my heels twice so I can go home with that bitch. <laughs> go home. I just want to go home. So, and uh, oh shit! I hope my computer didn't. Oh, okay. Oh, there we go. And uh, my third and final dedication goes to um somebody I just recently started checking out her uh, music I had heard about her many many times but I had never got around to checking her out and then um, since I'm all on my whole cloud tip with the music I got real big on Google Play and I've been fucking around with that with all my music but then also uh, I actually and it sounds sad but I'm finally starting to actually listen to Pandora like I had Pandora here and there you know over the years but I never really like fucked with it fucked with it but um, I started fucking with it to have a, a 
bunch of different tastes in music to have like alternative and classic and Miles Davis. And so I've been making a whole bunch of different radio stations. I recently created one called Psychedelic. And uh, the key um, element of this psychedelic uh, radio station is based off of St. Vincent, who is mm-hmm. an artist that I don't even know a whole lot about. Let me actually let's let's hop over here on Wikipedia. Let's see if we can find her on this bitch is amongst the same vein. I want to say artistically is my most recent, and I uh, think shouts out the Trap Lord, fucking uh, inspired. Um, yeah. The bitch from Tune Yards, Saint mm, Vincent. Man. I yeah. think she did a song called Clark. Um, she had did a featured track. Uh, well, actually, Kit Cudi had sampled her in one of the songs on the Man on the Moon uh, record. Oh, uh, okay. He had her on there, and I forget which uh, what was the name of the song, but yeah, St. Vincent, I think. Oh, and then um, what was it? Yeah, I, actually, no. I, I the, I'm looking at my iTunes. The only last album I have of her was her latest one, which was self-titled. And oh, there's okay. a song I think called "Digital Witness." This is like the biggest track on that on that album. But oh, it says that her track "The Strangers" was sampled by Kid Cudi on the song "Maniac" on "Man on the yes. Moon" to "The Legend of Mr. Rager." The, the, the and yeah, her on that track was fucking dope too. I forget what his name is. Cage. I'm gonna have to look. Oh, I do know which record you're talking about. That is the shit. Hold up, mm-hmm. I gotta play that in the background. This thing was, was one of the best fucking tracks that there was. In my humble fucking opinion. Yeah, let me throw this maniac on in the background. Because, yeah, this shit was crazy. I didn't know where that sample came from. They just sped it up. And on the real, most of her shit, and I kind of... I laugh and I wish I was in the game. I wish I could fucking produce a track and whip it up like kind of like when I saw Kimani take my sample, which I'm, I forever yeah. fucking hate his ass for doing it. But when he fucking when he <laughs> took the sample, the fucker flipped it real fast. Like obviously you have your own procedures and and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, ways of doing shit. And this fucker obviously you can tell he's on his shit because he took the sample, flipped it, fucking chopped it up right then and there. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I yeah. don't know how to chop, but I know what the fuck I want to chop. And yeah, this fucker. <laughs> when you're on your shit, you can you can you can work in a steady fucking pace. And whip something out, and I know a lot of her shit, man, had been on my on my to do list of wanting the sample and fucking kick cutters, fucking jumped on it before I even, you know, before I could even dreamt it. Yeah, and I really I love this record, but I didn't know uh, who we sampled. I'd uh, just throw it up on the Facebook page, but um. Oh, yeah, this was the Cut Maniac, yo. Yeah, Cage, I think, is that uh, rapper. He's been around forever, I think. Mm-hmm. He's been underground yeah. for what, dude? For, like, ever. Real dark yeah. shit. Real but, uh, yeah, shout out to that shit. Kid cutting my motherfucking dude. So, but, yeah, that's my um, third dedication, St. Vincent, who is a um, – she's been in the game for, like, ever, but she just started her own band in 2006. Her debut album was Marry Me in 2007, followed by Actor, followed by Strange, Mer- uh, Strange Mercy. Yeah. And she has a collaborative album, uh, collaborative album with uh, David Byrne, which I heard some of that came on uh, my Pandora. But yeah, she's overall bad. I love her with her uh, pink hair or her lavender color kind of hair, like. And there's another picture of her if you Google Saint Vincent. This first picture with her with the black hair. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm gonna throw this over to you real quick. But uh, oh, gotta love it. I'm gonna send you a link right now. If I can find my link, shit. I'm still waiting. Come on, man. See now, now I'm hard pressed because I had one um, dedication who I think was more or less on the vanity thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I love, I love that. Uh, 
that picture of her. She looks real yeah, scary. And they had lights. Yeah. yeah real, and I think that's what I love too. I want to have that's that shock to look very raw and not too much fucking concealer. Fucking, but she's naturally pale, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She's just all around the baddie, man. And I remember I had a fucking my ultimate dream, dude. I had uh, I saw an interview. And I forget the name of the show on YouTube, but it was this bitch St. Vincent and the bitch from fucking Two Yards, and they were interviewing each other. Mm. And one thing I love about these two brides is just that when they make music, yo, it's it's so artistic. It's not meant to be catchy, but it is just because it's that good of, of pop music. But yeah. they do shit with meaning. They do shit that fucking inspires and that changes motherfuckers' lives. And then if you're truly listening to it, you're going to catch something. And whether that's the love bug or it's just, you know, straight up tunage. Yeah. Much respect to fucking to St. Vincent. And honestly, I can't believe I didn't think to fucking to bring her in here. You know what I'm saying? To yeah, I'm surprised you didn't. I'm surprised you didn't beat me to it with her. So I think I was trying to find something out that was, and I don't say she's not relevant because her album came out a few months ago. But I think that was my chance to do her. And I don't know if I, I, I don't think I did. I doubt it. I think I, I think I referenced her new album, but there really wasn't much shit on there. And you have to be in the mood for that kind of shit too. Like you can't just yeah, be like, you do. here's some inspirational music. Hey, motherfucker, I ain't looking to be inspired. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be ratchet right now. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I'm trying to turn up, bitch. I'm trying to turn up. You know, I think that, that might have been it. So if we're going to go with the realm of music, um, and I was recently, I don't know what the hell I had on, um, Nancy Namhart Press, but she's, she's cute though. She's cute in a little weird way. And she had, yeah, Kate Nash. Um, mind you, I don't think she got shit on on St. Vincent musically, but I yeah. definitely. Um, and I love how her latest shit was called "My Ignorant Youth." Um, uh-huh. She's cute. She has you know ultimate styles, and she has like this slightly odd thing about her that I think is fucking adorable. And yeah, she's all pale. So all I like her hair. Crazy. Like she a fucking rogue from uh from fucking X. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I can't say too much about her other than she's from the UK. She writes, she produces. You know what I'm saying? I love mostly all singer songwriter bitches. I don't just talk about fucking periods and fucking feminism. You know? <laughs> I don't, gotta love her. Um, yeah, I don't think she, I don't think she's as dark as fucking all statements gets it, but she's a little cutie. I think she deserves to be in the wall. Oh. And there you have it. I just posted her up on uh, fucking Facebook.com backslash IBHM podcast. Make sure y'all. I want this picture. But anyways, keep going. Like the photos, uh, comment, uh, like us, be our friends and do all that good shit. And um, shit, I guess on that note, I guess uh, it was about that time. Uh, I I guess uh, once again, our email is ibhmpodcasts at gmail.com questions comments articles you want to hear our opinion on go ahead and check that out uh you can find us on the web on the following sites facebook twitter youtube tumblr podomatic just add ibhm podcast in the appropriate spot uh normally you could watch the show live on youtube as we're uh, streaming but uh popo had a little bit of a technical difficulty so i just put a banner up and we just went ahead and we just rolled with the punches you know that's what we do around here we we, we keeps it funky y'all yeah, but uh, keeps it real, it keeps it raw, no rubber. We keeps it one hundred. And uh, you should subscribe to our show on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic. Just search "I'm Black, He's Mexican." If you don't feel like doing any of that, simply head to our website ibhmpodcast.com to find all of our links there. Current events minus the bullshit. So uh, once again, I'm Black. 
he's Mexican. And if you don't like this podcast, you're fucking racist. Until next time. <gasps> Whoa! Get your-